Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Live on Indie Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting who the fuck knows where. This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert for Saturday. September 29th, 2018, last show of September going into October. Uh, we should be getting ready to switch over to our Halloween format programming sometime within the next couple of weeks. I mean, I'm one of those people that, you know, I'm like Christmas where it just gets so obnoxious because everyone expects you to be happy and positive. It's what's wrong with you. You don't like I Ernest saves Christmas or whatever. It's, I can handle, you know, <laughs> but I can handle, I can handle four weeks of Halloween stuff, I, but like, you know, it's not even four weeks of Christmas anymore. It's like eight weeks of Christmas. Nothing sacred. Anyway, uh, John Kendall was supposed to be joining us again tonight, but uh, Lucky his, him. his dryer, I think, crapped out. Was that it? Was it what his washer or his dryer? A, dr- a dryer, apparently. Uh, I believe the words he used was "went tits up." Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that is dryers. That is a classic Johnism. Yes, that that and is so classic apparently John. that uh, that's a priority. Yeah. Uh, and, and here I was, I was going to rub it in his face that I successfully talked to a delightful woman at AWA for, I think I, it was 12 times what the required amount was, right? It was for for at least easily. an hour. Hell yeah. Eas- easily, you know, easily 12 times. <laughs> and consecutively after that. Yeah. We had uh, conversations with her after that because she'd pop in and say hi and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there was uh, the interview with interviews with Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. And Greg Griffin. Yes. True. So, I mean, the, he didn't say those don't count. And I was very, I was, and when I said I wouldn't let him make any other changes, that's exactly what I was referring to. And and Jackie was was lovely all the way around. She was a spectacular person, wonderful personality, very pleasant, and quite a looker in a Wonder Woman outfit. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so what, my microphone is really hot, so I'm going to dial it down just a skosh. Alrighty. Was that a kitty bell I heard? or? No, that was uh, a... That's a, one of our phones notifying us of a message about something that, you know, because we're connected. 
<laughs> so so you know the you know the Godfather is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So anyway, we're, we are back after a week off. Uh, we we took last week on off because well, <laughs> Kenny kind of Kenny kind of talked me into it. He's like, well, you know, Miles, you Miles and Michelle are all going to be there. Uh, have fun, and I I would like to think that we did in fact have fun. Uh, yes. I, yes, and I spent a lot of Miles' money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> And we will be presenting Kenny with our itemized expense vouchers uh, <laughs> at the bottom of the second hour to see what Inimi Weekly Radio, Radio for Humans, will be covering uh, in terms of expenses. Uh, I, I doubt I can um, expense over $500 worth of dice, dice trays, and other assorted goodies. Now, those could be essential. We could We could always start the next big... D and D thing, you know, like critical role, but on the radio. Hey, but I I now have a set of simulated opal dice, and that makes me happy. Yes, I'm just saying it can't <laughs> hurt to try. No, you know, I, yeah, uh, it's probably he's probably gonna say no to everything, but we can at least try. Um, yes, but no, we had a delightful time. Uh, I will say I enjoyed. I really enjoyed playing uh, Channel A. That was that was fun, and I that think was cute. I yeah. I think I won that one, didn't I, with my last one, which I forget. I think so. Yep. You know, but sure. you know, I you know I found out, so I've got I, and I shared this with uh, Michelle this I think last night before I went to bed. Um, there's this thing called tabletop simulator where you can simulate tabletop games, you know, various board games, and people can make their own um, mods for it, including. Stuff like Betrayal at the House on the Hill, which we also played. My nephew wanted yes. my my sister ended up triggering the haunt and trying to kill us. I believe the exact phrasing was openness like presents on Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. That does ring a bell, yeah, that sounds about right. And she went straight for her husband, my brother in law, Kevin. <laughs> so I'm sure yes. that marriage is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you could play Betrayal of the House on the Hill, Arkham Horror, Chess, uh, and Channel A has its own mod, Boss Monster. So, um, I'm thinking about picking up a copy for Kenny as, as a post-con gift because I couldn't pick out the standard t-shirt for him and right now I could pick th- this up for ten bucks. And these Kenny's are gift free. should be arriving today from us. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see. We'll see if the, it did when he gets on. But anyway, so I'm just saying, it's it, right now. It's nine bucks on uh, indie go, uh, indie gaming. Um, so and plus, we've been wanting to do stuff like play Cards Against Humanity on the show, and I think this is the way to do it, guys. So I'm thinking about. I'm the wheels are turning. I have my fingers in, min- and it like I said, it has channel A. On it, so that that's I'm like, hmm. Stroke my non-existent goatee. That, it was a cute little game, but if you don't understand anime, it it could really, people could get really uh, frustrated with it. Oh no, yeah, I can understand. I mean, yeah, but like I said, it's it also does you know cards against humanity, um, boss monster, you know, it, it's got like I said, boss monster's great. <laughs> so oh and. 
It all says Chupacabra. I checked that. Oh, that's so, an easy one. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that would make for great radio, but I'm just saying we could play Chupacabra without having to be in a hotel surrounded by people yeah. who are giving us some sort of con crud. <laughs> hey, Chupacabra is great. I love the Steve Jackson games. They're fairly easy games, so. They are. So yeah, I've been I've since since last night I've been checking out a lot of the these um mods on on um tabletop simulator and uh I'm impressed. Like you said, Arkham Horror, Eldritch Horror, I think Manches of Madness is on it. I don't know about that for sure. But um yeah, like I said, I think I think I've discovered how we can do our at least our Cards Against Humanity segment sometime soon. Cat so. was asking if it had pandemic. I did not think to check that. I would not be surprised if it did. Pandemic's a great one. Yeah. Um, you could also use it to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, Castle Panic would be another good one for that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, I want to talk about this because this week, uh, mostly we're going to be talking about the Cava Nope hearings. And yep, my throat's starting to get a little <sighs> sore. Yep, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's strep at this point. <laughs> hot tea, get some hot tea and honey. All right, with um, a little lemon in it, and it'll help out a lot. Anyway. Where was I? Uh, I w we're going to talk a lot about the Kavanaugh hearing site. That's pretty much all I prepared to talk about. Um, I didn't get any. I didn't get much actual audio from from the hearings itself. Mostly like, you know, Fox News saying, "Hey, you know, he was so great because he was talking like Trump." Like we, that's what we really want is another asshole like Trump. Um, but um. At the time, every I, I'm a huge fan of Critical Role, and I want to say thank you to Kat and Michelle for getting me into that. Uh, I feel I felt so bad because I was like, "This is awesome! I can't believe I didn't miss." Um, at the top of the show this Thursday, Matt Mercer, who is who is the DM uh, on that program, voiced support for Doctor Ford, and all I did was say, and all he did was say. She's a hero, and he didn't even use her full name. He just said some of you know there are real heroes in this world. Some of them who are named Christine, <laughs> um, and apparently, people who claim to be fans of Critical Role are going after him for that. Like he's politically okay. They're fuckwads. No, they're yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, they're fuckwads. No. I agree, I absolutely agree, and I'm so happy that I got to drag Michelle down into the mud with me. <laughs> Hey, no, you go you go after D and D and you go after people, you know, they are good DMs. I am all out there. You know, um, I yeah. Yeah. But I I mean, just stop. Stop, guys. You're making fools of yourselves. And I know that's not hard to do, but the fact that, I mean if you pay it at, at all any sort of attention to what these people say on Twitter Matt Mercer included, but the, the voice over community as a whole, they tend to be pretty damn liberal. Yep. Um, I can yes, tell sir? you, I can tell you that everyone we interviewed at AWA was a liberal, including Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who has said publicly on Twitter she was actually raised Republican. As was I. 
yes. And I'm so glad that, that you and Mary both emerged from that pupa of hate as beautiful <laughs> butterflies. Of Yeah, I was in a mixed household until my dad got totally shafted by the Reagan uh, revolution, so... Uh, he, he knows it. He, he, he. Anyway. Yeah, my mother actually ran for a Repub Republican office, so... Yay! Excuse me. Um, so... Just stop, guys. Not you two. I'm talking about the, the assholes, the fuckwads. Stop. It's it's Matt Mercer. Well, it's their. Sh it's everyone. You know their show. <clears throat> it's their platform. And Matt Mercer. You know, last I checked, we are still ostensibly a free country, and therefore Matt Mercer is free to say whatever the fuck he wants. Correct. So, just shut up. You know, and I don't think you want to go after Matt Mercer. <laughs> uh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. There are conservative gamers out there. Gamers is, yes, there's a lot of liberal gamers, but there are conservative gamers out there. Notably power gamers, but anyway, proceed. <laughs> no, I mean, you You guys remember when I read, uh, what was it, uh, why RPGs should be severely censored and devoid of character development? You remember that little gem, right? That's conservative conservatism in gaming right there. Female characters should be reserved to healing people. It's like, fuck you! Oh, hell no. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, just, I mean, Lee, like I said, you're entitled to your opinions too, but you are not entitled to go after Matt Mercer, Talison Jaffe, Laura Bailey, Travis Willingham, Liam O'Brien, Sam Regal, and Matt Mercer. Am I missing anyone? Oh, Marissa Ray as well. I'm I, I'm so sorry, Marisha. I did not mean to name you last. That was nothing personal. <laughs> not that not that she's listening, because I forgot to promote the show on Twitter this week. But um, I mean, you guys don't. You know, Critical Role is their show. It's their platform. And they're entitled to say whatever they want. If they want to go, if Matt wants to open his show, well, no, not next week because they won't be in studio next week. They'll be in New York. <coughs> Shit. Um, next week. But if he wants to open their next in-studio show with saying, I am a pro-choice Democrat, that is his right to do. And you have no, you should not say anything because it's not your business. It's not your show. Mm -hmm. If he, Yep. If you don't like what Matt Mercer has to say, start up your own show and make sure I know the title of it so I know not to watch it. I'm pretty sure if they did start up a show, if you watch the first couple minutes of it, you'd immediately know, no, I'm not watching this. Yeah. Yeah. All women in the in their type of show would be slave girls or serving wenches. There would be no female PCs. Oh. Yeah, they would be all big Conan hulking brutes, just like the old Conan. So it'd be like uh, it'll be like cereals used to be. Well, gore, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, but no, I mean, I just I don't get what people. You know, it's like you don't you don't have the right. It's not your business. It's not your business. No, it's it really isn't. I mean, the right, but understand where they're coming from. The right cannot let a slight 
like that go unchallenged. They must lash out. It's just same as Trump. Any small insult at Trump, he has to respond. He cannot let it go. It's it's not in his nature. And so when when Matt Mercer comes out in support of something that is arguably very powerful, a very powerful attack against someone on the right. Those on the right that are hurt are going to put on the sheep's clothing, saying, "Yes, we are gamers, whether they're gamers or not," and go after Matt Mercer because they cannot stand the thought of him being able to stand up and say something unchallenged. Oh yeah, and and that's also classic bully behavior. It is. You know, and you know, I was wa- I watched part of those those hearings. Uh, and, and it's like he, you know, it, it, Kavanaugh getting so angry and indignant. Tell us more. You know, crying. Yeah, he got caught. They got him by the balls. Oh man, what what uh, Durbin? Yeah. What Durbin did to him? Oof! Wow. It's, it's it's not just classic bully behavior. It's classic bully behavior. It's classic incel behavior. It's classic. Uh, rich white Republican male behavior. You know, you always go after the woman, and if somebody comes out and supports a woman, then they obviously have to be a pee-whipped, you know, uh, snowflake of a of a liberal. And I, I won't use the other term they use for liberals because I will never, I will try never to use that term. Well, and and here's a perf here's a perfectly normal tweet from the from uh, Brian Fisher of the American uh, Family Association. This is war. If the GOP loses Kavanaugh because of craven cowardice, not even God will help them, and the Republican base sure won't. Grassley, McConnell, etc., have no idea the danger they are in. Confirm Kavanaugh or die. It is an interesting argument. Right now, the, <sighs> the Republicans find themselves in a very awkward position one they're gonna uh, uh, those in the leadership can see the polls i mean there are some that may still have their heads so far up their asses watching fox news that they're in denial thinking oh yeah we got a red wave coming but they those that have you know enough marbles in their brains to rub together to form a coherent thought they see what's coming and so they have this problem of do we Try to salvage what we can, or do we make us, you know, grab what we can now before the inevitable? You know, it's two different strategies based on what is coming. And I believe what's coming is going to be a, 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 and, and, and so here they are. They've got this candidate, this nominee <laughs> that Trump put out there. And to call him flawed is an understatement of the century. I'm flawed. He, Brett Kavanaugh yeah. is, is... So so here's this guy with all these skeletons in his closet, and all of a sudden you start seeing some, you know, finger bones and elbow joints sticking out of the closet, and, you're, and, and people start pointing and screaming, and the Republicans are there trying to keep the closet door closed just long enough before it bursts open, and, and, and it's... It's a real interesting. Te- I just, I don't know what's going to win the day. Um, they may very well decide. Then they have the power to do it so long as they hold rank. 
if they get the 50 or 51 people, if it's just Flake that turns and not Collins and Mikulski or whatever her name is, uh, th- they very well could get him on the court. Now, if if he does get on the court, that doesn't mean he gets to stay because there's all kinds of documents that the White House is refusing to release. This guy's got so much baggage, he may not be able to stay on the court. He could very well become impeached. I, I don't prosecuted. See I don't see impeachment he, happening. Look, all right. You, look, there's the rule in the uh, J, uh, Department of Justice that you can't uh, indict a sitting president. Have you heard that rule about a justice? I haven't. No, but I'm saying we're never going to get 66 votes. You don't need 66 to indict. No, but you need him to impeach. Otherwise, if he knows... I'm not talking impeachment. I'm talking full indictment. A state of this union with an attorney general with a spine that shows up and goes, oh, you know what? That's compelling evidence. I put it before a grand jury. They agree. You're indicted, Mr. Justice, on state charges. And he's still on the Supreme Court. And that's not... Are you there's making, a, are, there's only my, one I, way to fix this. There's only one way to to, 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 to to neutralize him. And that's to say, stop say, being nice, put on our big boy pants and say, you know what? You stole the Supreme Court. We're taking it back. We're adding two seats to the court. Really? You don't think that if he's tried and convicted on a state level, then he's put in prison, that that doesn't nullify him too? Uh, as far as I can tell, the only way, way to remove him from the bench is to impeach him, which we will never have enough votes in the Senate to do. Oh, you think you think the Republicans will rally around someone that's sitting in prison? Okay. I think um. Republicans will rally around anyone willing to, to rubber stamp their extremist agenda. Well, they didn't do it with Nixon, but it's a different Republican Party today. But I don't know. There are some Republicans that, that uh, you know, they, 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 <laughs> this is the part of that conversation I was had at the start of this where I was talking about the Republicans have this really difficult, you know, do they try and salvage something? Because there are some that still have to be elected. Oh, and they're looking, oh, and they're yeah. getting calls to their offices going, you know what, you do this, I'm not voting for you, blah, blah, blah. And they have a political calculation to make. And so it's your assertion that these Republicans are, are just to hell or high water, they're just going to go damn the torpedoes? Yes! I don't know. I doubt. Mm. You're, you're acting like we're dealing with rational, sane people, and we're not. Here's the bottom line. We're going to go to break in a minute, but I'm, but here's the thing: is that I am convinced that the reason why they're trying to shove Kavanaugh through, even though he is clearly damaged goods, is because the Republicans have internal polling that shows they're about to lose the Senate. Otherwise, otherwise, why force this guy through? He's unpopular. He doesn't have 50 percent. You know, most America doesn't want him on the court. He's uh, he's committed sexual assault. I, I believe I believe Dr. Ford. OK, there are other conservative jurists who are eminently qual eminently qualified who would sail through confirmation hearings. And yet they refuse to and they're going to try and force this guy through. That tells me. They know time is not on their side. Yeah, Kat has an interesting uh, view on this. She said, but he won't be able to hear cases if he's in prison. So it would just be eight justices unless he decides to step down. Thank you. So you're, you're, you are neutering the court, uh, neutering him at least. 
he can't do anything if he's in prison. Theoretically, yeah, but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, I am convinced that the Republicans have some sort of something that tells them they're going to because the thing is that if they pull him now, they will not get him seated before January when the when the Congress would turn over. That tells you know oh. so the fact that it's got yeah. they they're like it has to be now 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 that tells me they they think they're going to lose in November. And they're terrified they're, of having to. They're compromise. pushing him. They definitely confirm their loss of the Senate in November too. Oh, I, yeah. yes, they have a choice. They can force this guy through that Americans, by and large, have said no to. And remember, I, uh, they work for us. Yes. You know. Or, I, I agree with Joe. Well, the only reason why they really want this what, one what is like Jordan living on the. Joe was in agreement. Joe was saying earlier on Kenny's show that oh. the Republicans are in a no-win scenario where they either push him and lose the Senate, or you know, don't push him and you know they're not going to be able to get who they want on the court. You know, it's it's a really bad. They're, yeah, they're in a bad. I'm telling you, they're they're terrified <clears throat> of the prospect of having to pick a consensus candidate, a mm -hmm. moderate. This is their only chance to to put their finger on the scale of justice and keep the conserv and keep the court conservative. Because when Democrats take over, the the only way you're going to get someone through, if if assuming they're willing to even listen and hold hearings, which I say, just put a clamp on it for two years. Say no, nope, we are we, we are withholding consent for the next two years. Fuck off. But if they were to hold hearings, you know, the only way someone would get through the Senate at that point is if they were a moderate centrist, which the Republican, which the base of the Republican Party would rebel against because it's it, not about the Constitution to them. It's about power. Sounds like we have a lot more to discuss after the break. I agree. Yeah, but I, I did ready, want to, ready when you are. I, I did want to say real quick, Living yes. did say, you know, what, what, what I believe, the white reason why they want him in there or just not they, but Trump wants him in there is because it, it, he would make it impossible to p prosecute the Trump family. Ding, ding, ding. Well, as long Ex as Trump is... Especially that new little uh, court case that's going to be brought up against the Supreme Court if Kavanaugh gets in. The one that says you cannot prosecute somebody for a state crime if they've already passed a federal investigation. There's a lot of things that are not federal crimes. Rape is, yes. I'm pretty sure it's not a federal crime. There, I don't see I don't see the Roberts Court blowing up two, three, 250 years of jurisprudence. We can see. They're blowing um, up a lot of shit now. They shouldn't. Yeah, but that's stuff they're, you know, like, the, like Roe versus Wade. We always knew they are going to go after that because they think women are tools. They think Sounds that, like something know, we can discuss after the break. Yes, Miles. Yep. We're going. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we're back. And I'm also joined by another pair of righteous dudes, including the rogue D. I, oh my God! I didn't introduce you to last segment. No, you did not. Uh, why didn't you say anything? Because we were going. It was fine. <laughs> uh, I, I think the people that are listening, because you were f- forgot to promote the show, or the usual people. So it's okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, as long as you guys. As long as you guys forgive me, I guess. Uh, joining me as we always, are not offended. Uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM dungeon master, Michelle Legon. And that is me. Um, I have personally constructed one giant shaking skeletal spider, one giant 
uh, sound-activated saber-toothed tiger skeleton, mm -hmm. and one very big, very nifty motion-activated skeletal dragon. My that could lawn be this one year of Arian's look relatives. No, this, this, this yeah, yeah, um, possibly. <laughs> These are great. I can't wait to put them out in my yard. They're on the patio right now. Oh, that's good. All right, and also joining us, fully recovered from the con crud, Mr. Miles Lagon, the GM Galaxy Master. 95%, but who's counting? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were... I thought... Okay, 95%. I got, I got a little phlegm and the usual leftover stuff to deal with. The fever broke. Well, that's good. Yeah, the, the fever was the part that was worrying me the most. Meh, I've had worse. All right. Uh, so, um... Apparently, George W. Bush is calling undecided Republican senators to get them to vote for Kavanaugh. W, you're retired. Shut the fuck up. Go away. Paint. Do something useful with your life. Your time fucking this country up is over. Huh. I don't think it's going to make a bit of difference because uh, if I were Republican, George W. Bush is the last person I would, I would listen to. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. No argument there. No argument there. Bush was pushing for Kavanaugh? Yes, he is, call he is wow. reportedly calling undecided senators to get them to vote for Kavanaugh. So, uh, all right, uh, but let's ignore that stupidity and discuss and talk about exactly how many Republicans, because... Are 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 um, queued up as undecideds. How many of these um, unicorns exist? Uh, uh, well, he's. Do we have he, names. Uh, Senator uh, Senator Manchin, Collins, Flake, and Murkowski are the people he specifically talked to. And if Manchin votes, I'm telling you this: if Manchin votes for Kavanaugh, he will be voted out in in November. It's like. When you have a limb that goes gangrenous, you cut it off. Joe Manchin, you are a gangrenous limb, and we're going to cut you off. Uh, yeah, well, he's in a really rough state. And, and, you know, I, I, know he sh I know it's a bad, not, you know, yeah, what, yeah, I know, it's, it sucks. There comes a time, sucks. you know, is it worth it to keep him in the Senate? I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I don't doubt it. And I, I think Flake is doing this all for optics. You know, he's 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 leaving the Senate. He's looking for other things right now. Uh well. So I don't know, even I, mean, I, don't I don't even don't trust what, him. I don't know what he's looking for. I mean the devil already owns his soul. And he didn't even need to wager a golden fiddle for it. No. Yeah, I watched that video with him in the the, the elevator with those women <laughs> berating him. <laughs> and he had, he had, it looked like he had two female aides with him, or at least they were aides for somebody, and they weren't even looking at the women. They were actually trying to get out of the, the shot of the camera that was filming them. Yep. They just kept looking down, looking at their phones, and yep. <laughs> it was it was it was it was brutal. It was brutal, yeah. But I'm happy it was brutal. Oh, he deserved Man, he every second it. of that. Yeah, 
He deserves it. <laughs> it was awesome to watch. I love that. Him with his bowed head. He was cowed. What a beautiful thing to see. It was. I agree. All right, so uh, let's get. Uh, I didn't get any. I didn't feel like going through hours upon hours of testimony. So I just settled for getting some reactions to what happened. Um. So here is, uh, fucker. I mean, schmucker. I mean, Tucker. Calling, yeah. calling Brett Kavanaugh a folk hero. <laughs> mm. I can't. Wow. At this point, Kavanaugh isn't just a Supreme Court nominee. He is a folk hero to many people, an inspiration to millions. People who spent the last two years being browbeaten and bullied by their moral inferiors were buoyed by what he said yesterday. These are people who've been told they are worthless and bigoted. They've been unfairly maligned because they are in the way of other people gaining power. They've been commanded to shut up and obey. Kavanaugh stood up for those people yesterday. He raised a middle Bullshit. finger to their tormentors, and they love him for it. Kavanaugh is Bullshit. far more popular with Republican voters tonight than any single Republican senator. And he's incalculably more popular than the Senate as a whole. Kavanaugh probably wouldn't describe it this way, but he now has a constituency, a powerful one, and they will long remember Bullshit. whether or not Republicans defend him in his moment of need. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vegeta, Prince of the Saiyans, uh, can you tell me what his bullshit level is? It's over! That's the wrong, that's the long version. There it's over 9,000! I'm, I'm not sure I disagree that, uh, that, that the, the base of the right is really got their heads so far up their asses, because when you consider that all they listen to is Fox News, it may very well be that they are following the, uh, orders of their masters and saying, support this guy, support this guy, support. Uh, remember how they, that these are the people that vote based on the single premise, will it piss a liberal off? So I kind of believe that oh, no, there are I, people out there that, are, go ahead. I'm, no, no, continue. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much finished. I'm no, just I saying agree with you. I, It's like, um, remember in Clue, the movie when Miss Scarlet told Professor Plum, you know, it wouldn't enhance his reputation if he was implicated with adultery and adultery and murder. And and his response was, you know, you don't know the sort of people they have at the UN. I might go up in their estimations. That's what Kavanaugh is. Of course, he's gonna. Of course, assholes are gonna look up to him and say he's the kind of he, he's yes, he's an asshole, sir. Gunner's mate, first class, <laughs> Philip asshole. I, I'm I'm sorry if if Kavanaugh is a folk hero. I would rather vote for Pecos Bill, who is just as much as a misogynist, if not nearly as, he never actually, you know, tried to assault, sexually assault a woman. So I, I'd rather vote for Pecos Bill to be a Supreme Court justice than Kavanaugh. And Pecos Bill is actually a folk healer, hero in our, our American mythos. So there you go. And if nobody knows who Pecos Bill is, look him up on Wikipedia. <laughs> he was a misogynist as well, but not nearly as bad as Kavanaugh. Yeah. And All right. so, uh, I, that just went over everybody's head, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, the name does not sound familiar, but no, I mean, he's a folk. No. Again, 
I'm not denying. Yeah. I'm I'm not denying that you know assholes are like, hey, he's a pretty cool guy. I like this guy. I, uh, oh, uh, uh, we're still talking about Kavanaugh. No, I'm saying that I, I agree. I agree with you, agreeing with Tucker to some extent, but at the same time, that's a very small sliver. Yeah, it's what was it? Thirty percent of the Republican base. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really tiny compared to what the majority is out there. <clears throat> there are some Republicans out there that have they they can feel shame that they they can see the writing on the wall they can see what's coming down the pike it it it's very real I I don't know I we'll see what happens I'm not that uh, overly concerned really I mean November's going to tell it's really coming down when we turn out if the numbers continue because the, from from prime these are primary turnout numbers from what I've read are up like 70%. That's that's disastrous. If we can maintain, if we can get a 70% bonus turnout over a normal turnout, you know, and that's just that it could be higher than 70%. It could be. But turnout is key. We'll we'll see what happens, but you know they you know how important turnout is when you see how hard the right fights to keep voters suppressed. You know how important it is. Yeah, over now. All right, so here is uh, Laura Ingram. You know who she you know who she blames for all this. Hmm. I'm going to guess Pelosi. No, no, no. It's another boogeyman for the right. That is a boogeyman for the right. Yes, but it's a different boogeyman for the right. Okay. Um, Hillary? No. Uh, She she thinks that this is a George Soros conspiracy. Now, remember... (laughs) (laughs) Remember that whenever you hear someone like Laura Ingram or Rush Limp Dick or Tucker Carlson talk about George Soros, that's code for filthy, rotten, evil Jew. Right. I'm I'm not saying that that's what I think of George Soros. Although... I get it. If I were being honest, I would still say, Give me my damn check, you cheap bastard! (laughs) But, I mean, here she... uh... I also believe that the reason... The reason that George Soros is involved... Groups funded by his organization are involved uh, is because her social media was scrubbed. She, there are no photos of her. Who has no photos of themselves on the internet? There's like one other photo I've seen. The sunglasses photo, the high school photo, and then there's one other photo I've seen. Recent photo. Well, it looks like she's doing something else outdoors. There's the ones with the sunglasses, but then there's one other photo I've seen. Someone coached her to scrub her social media. No. Oh. Or alternative theory, Laura, she's not big on pictures of herself. Like, you know, 
me. I mean, I've got what? I've got what? Like three pictures of myself on my Facebook. One of them is me holding Kai, my nephew, my seemingly adorable, toothachingly cute nephew, Kai. Yes. Who Miles and Michelle can both admit, rambunctious little tyke, but obscenely adorable and toothachingly cute. That that is true. He is, but he has a fixation with Mr. Potato Head and Humpty Dumpty that I will not support. <laughs> He's three, Michelle. I'm, I'm told Mr. Potato Head and Humpty Dumpty are big among three-year-olds. Uh, well, okay. Uh, he'll, he'll get better, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I I uh, have a couple pictures of myself online. They're wedding pictures, and then the one picture that is online of me was not authorized, but taken by a certain radio I host who I, I shall said, not name. <laughs> I said I was sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> and, and, and that's genuine stress you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, from Adam Heber. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, I, it's not like I posted it publicly. I just shared it in the group. I didn't know. <laughs> I forgive you, Adam. It's okay. Yes. I forgive you. Michelle may never, but I do. No, I forgive him that once. Okay. Next time he knows better. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't do it again. I mean, I. But I mean, the three pictures are. Ju we're calling that as just one instance, right? Because they were all sent before I knew. Or am I really? Yes, that's true. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Hold on. I have. I have access to them. I can share them to the to the website. Hold on. Don't you dare! Do not. <laughs> do not get me in the way. I just want everyone to know what, exactly what it is you got in trouble for. Wait. And, wait, wait, and wait. a couple. And if, one of the or two of the other ones were. Me with Hal Sparks and yeah. my husband. So no, I two do. beautiful men and a marshmallow. So now that that photo Michelle doesn't mind me because you know she she was prepared for that one. I'm nope. just wait wait wait. So I have a question. If Miles shares them, is that on him or me, Michelle? No, oh, it's on me. Okay. Oh, it's on him. Oh, she knows. And he will pay for it. Yes. Oh, I. Uh, she know. She knows. I know, and I know. Do not do that. No. Nope. nope. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to this last bit from uh, from Ingram. Now, why did they do that? I would say, why did you? I mean, first question: Why did you scrub your social media? Oh, oh, I mean, why? Why did you decide to do that? With whom did you consult? When did you find out this information leaked to the press? Who has been prepping you for the last month for this? I'd go on and on. Just I'd, I'd, You have to ask motivational questions. I mean, who, what, what is motivating her? And see what she says. Well, Laura, when you're a United States Senator, you can ask those questions. Until then... Go fuck yourself. Yeah, there's a definite... Uh, they're playing on conspiracy. Oh, yeah, of That's, course. I knew that I knew that as soon as she said George Soros. I was like, oh, yep, here we go again. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. She has the right to ask those questions. She doesn't 
give a shit what the answer is. But she has the right to ask the question. Fair enough. Sorry. Yep. Miles, don't. I'm, I'm putting my foot down. Do not share those pictures. Oops. I didn't share them. Well, I think there was one that didn't have Michelle in it. I'm still not sharing them. I I will tease you about it. I will push that button and watch you squirm and wiggle like a like a like like an ant under a magnifying glass. But no, I'm not actually going to do it. No, no. He knows what would happen. Yes, yes. <laughs> Notice the lack of panic in my voice. You see, he'd I know be, what I sleep, can get away with. He'd be sleeping with the fishes. I'm allowed to taunt you about what you did, but I'm never going to repeat that mistake. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. I thought it was... I, I was. I wanted to show we it were enjoying ad- ourselves. adorable! And so is your reaction to Michelle's ire. It's, you know, it's adorable. It's all good. Okay. Well, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, so... Laura, uh, no, I agree. She can ask those questions all she wants, but she doesn't have the right to ask them of Dr. Ford because she is not a, Sen- a United States senator, and I hope she never Correct. is. Well, well, that you know, would be scary, wouldn't it? Well, there could be some state out there that would do it. Mm. I'm sure I'm sure there's a state out there stupid enough to put her ass in the United States Senate. I may be naive, but I'm not stupid. Yeah. Seeing some of the people that have been elected to the Senate, yeah, it is possible. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll go through the rest of this audio. Can you pick at the bottom of the hour? At which point, we will be um, we will be presenting him with our expense vouchers. And he should have a garage update. Yay! I believe. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about AWA some. Uh, we, we've got some great nerd news coming up, including a release date for season 12 of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, and we have a trailer to go over. Cool. Yeah, we got to dissect the, the, the Captain Marvel trailer. Oh, uh, I should probably watch that then. Yeah, that might be a good idea, Miles. Go go watch it during break. Muting. Alright, we'll be right back after this, hopefully with Miles watching the trailer. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. 
It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. <clears throat> and we are back for our number two here on... Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Joining me as always, uh, the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagan. That is me. Um, I'm here. <laughs> Wait. Always a good sign. Uh, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Miles Lagan, the, DM, uh, the GM Dungeon Master. No. Oh, yeah, Alex I'm a Dungeon Master, master too. Very Alex correct. Master. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, John is out due to a bad dryer, I guess, because you know, this being radio, I guess we could have seen him naked. I, I, I you know, <laughs> without freshly steamed clothing. Yeah. Yes. It's the horror. <sighs> but uh, Kenny Pick will be at the. Uh, uh, in at the bottom of the hour. So. Cool. But yeah, so uh, let's get back to it. So, of course, we all we always knew the conservatives were going to circle. You know, Donald Trump could pick a a dog turd, and the conservatives would rally around him. I, I mean, he did actually pick a dog turd in this case, but, uh, you know. Well, he picked who he thought would best help him. Yep. Correct. Because Trump is all about Trump. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think, I don't think Kavanaugh is going to withdraw himself. I think that if if the if this investigation comes back, and it's really bad. I think Trump is going to pull because he doesn't want to look. He doesn't want to be attached to a loser. Mm. However, apparently that's a, he's that's, dic- a, that's a fair point. Apparently, he's dictating the FBI who they can and can't talk to. It's like, ah, uh, no, that's a that's no. You can't do that. No, you can't actually. Uh, I don't know if you can or not. That's that's a fair. Um, he shouldn't. I'll agree that he shouldn't. That would be but, I mean, I mean, he can dictate to them. They don't have to listen to him. That's another fair point. Yes. See, he. he You're he supposed can, to he have can, a certain he, level of separation between the uh, law enforcement arm and the executive branch. He can spout all the shit he wants, whether the FBI listens to him or not. That's a whole other thing entirely. All right, well, let's get to uh, Lindsey Graham, who apparently... Oh, really? Well, we can go to... Uh... No, he, he's such a whiny little uh, turncoat. Let's put it this way. Good. The, the only part of Lindsey Graham that was worth a damn died with John McCain. 
Yes. Because I, I think he sold out his soul. I want to know what they have on him. They have to have I, something. I've I heard suspe- uh, I've I heard stories. Invol- I suspect involves a closet that is tastefully appointed. <laughs> I, 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 I won't say that, but there is dirt on him that he is so afraid of coming out. Yeah, but what's yep. going to be dirt? To it could be base? that. What's going to be dirt to the conservative base? I'm not mocking him for, for... I wouldn't mock him if he were gay. I'm saying, but that would make him, you know, radioactive maybe he had, to conservatives. Maybe he had some extramarital affairs and there's actually receipts out there for abortions. He's single. That could be in film. He's not he, married. Okay, then he had some affairs and he paid off his mistresses to okay. get abortions. There we go. That would be his death knell. All right. It doesn't anyway, mean he's you. gay. I'm just saying I'm, I'm there is say- crap out there. Yeah. Or maybe... No. Shady real estate deals? Something uh, people have money on him. Yep. Alright, everyone, brace yourself for some deep hurting. Deep hurting. Deep hurting. Here we go. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said all because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. You did it to Merrick Garland, you fucking asshole! Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I can't listen to him. And yeah, like Kat says, he wants the the Attorney General. Yep. No, but he's like, you want to hold this seat open and hope you win in 2020. That's exactly what you guys did. Hell yeah. You don't you don't get to complain about shit you've done and gotten away with. Guess what? This is your dishwashing liquid, Beauregard. You soak in it. It it is it is quite the thing for them to say. You're trying to get away with the same thing we did. <laughs> And I, I do agree with Kat. Lindsey Graham wants the attorney general seat. Yeah. But there's also something there that made him do this whole about face other than just that. He, I am he, pretty sure there is some dirt on him that he, he does emotional? not want to come out. Did he sound overly emotional? Hell yeah, he did. That's yeah. what I thought. Just make sure I wasn't imagining it. I mean, it was like like raspy voice on the verge of breaking kind of emotional just hell yeah that's what i just want to make sure that's what i heard i'm like okay something not that i'd mind trust me when i'm uh, when i'm dealing with people on facebook as i do because you know i troll i troll righties it's it's a it's a it's a fault of mine i'm it's sorry listening audience oh yeah well, oh i i think I, I consider myself quite talented at it but well, some of those parties to, happen to be your relatives too so that, yeah i do that yeah. too but the thing is when you are arguing with someone if it's not a significant other don't make them emotional you don't want them emotional 
But if it's someone that's not a significant other, oh my God, yes, get them emotional because their argument skill goes right into the crapper when that happens. And then it's easy pickings. <laughs> you have much to teach me. <laughs> Can I be your Padawan? I, uh, you've got to remain calm no matter what they do. That's the first step. Step oh, one. Shit. Step one. I will give you my first step on how to argue, how to troll a righty for free. And this is super easy. The first thing you do, no matter what you're arguing about, is you agree with them. This is what I call argumentative jujitsu. You get you agree with them that when you agree with someone, you immediately. Because they come after you with their number one point that they want to hammer you with. The moment you agree with someone, you take that away. So when someone, I did that to someone, they were talking about like um, socialism. They're like, oh, socialism, you know, welfare is bad or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I agreed. I said, you know what? You're right. Welfare is bad. We should start taking money away from all those corporations that we're just giving subsidies to because they're not earning it. And this and that, and da, 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 da. now he was talking about welfare of a different type. But the moment I agreed with him, and he just stood there and looked at me, and everybody else around him was snickering. <laughs> yeah, the argument ended pretty quick. But but that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Even if it's like any topic, even if you agree with him, and you don't have to agree, but you go Nazi on them, and you just start saying like, "Well, you should take the, you know, whatever the the, the children away at the borders to stop." And just well, why stop there? Let's just go ahead and put build camps on the border, and we can concentrate all of it. And you go full Nazi, and you just start making things like that. You know, we'll just put in some gas chambers. And sorry if I'm offending some people out there by going doing this, but that's what I do. So I'm sorry. Were we gonna go do something else? You distracted me with how to argue with control rights on Facebook. Uh, we were going to go to uh, Fox and Freaks. Go for it. Tom Fenton was in the room at the time. He was the uh, president of Judicial Watch. Tom, we didn't hear any new details, really, uh, no new evidence. Uh, so where are we this morning? Well, you know, despite this big circus of a hearing, it didn't advance the ball in terms of providing, oh my gosh, he certainly did it, or uh, anything that would suggest that you can't trust anything uh, this woman said. You know, other than the fact she had no corroborating evidence and no one supported her. But, of course, we knew that the day before the hearing. And we didn't have a he need a hearing mm -hmm. to know what we now know today, which is why his case is, uh, or his confirmation is going to go to a vote later today. Uh, because nothing new happened yesterday other than the circus. And uh, I'm glad the Republicans are shutting the circus down. I don't think they'd move to the committee vote if they didn't think they had the votes to move them out of committee and ultimately to confirmation. So despite the torture, and it was torture, and it was, a, oh, it was a really unethical what the Senate Democrats... All right, we're going to stop there, because Michelle has some thoughts, I... but... No, yes, I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad now. I will she say... had evidence. She did. I, I don't she know had. about you, but, you know, I always keep a calendar that has all my planned crimes on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but Miles, she had evidence. Miles, what, what, are you, what, are, what are you doing February 12th in 2020? Mm, that's not next year. February 12th, that's pretty close to Valentine's Day. What day is that? What day of the week is that? 
God damn Are it, you no. being facetious? <laughs> Mostly, yes. I'm being facetious. I, I don't have a hit planned. I can look ahead that far and give you a rough estimate of what I'll be doing, but uh, more than likely, I'll be at work. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was being facetious. But, okay. you know... Oh, wait. You know what's torture? You know, I mean, that... that what, what Brett Kavanaugh went through isn't torture. You want to look at torture? Go, go. Why don't you, whoever this guy, Judicial Watch, you asshole, go look at the pictures from Abu Ghraib. Mm. Mm. That's torture. What happened? Yeah. What happened to John McCain is torture. Yep. Saying she did not have corroborate. Uh, she did not have substantial evidence about this is torture. She had uh, counseling reports. Her husband, her friends, way before this hearing, way before Kavanaugh was even put up for Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Well, and of that's course- torture. It's torture to us. It's torture to us women who have to listen to this and and have people say, well, you know, she's making this all up because, you know, she doesn't have any evidence. There are women out there that have suffered emotional, spiritual, physical uh, damage through their lives because of men that have taken advantage of them or tried to take advantage of them. Some of us skated out without it being too bad. Other people have been assaulted, and uh, I'm I'm sorry. This is this is hitting close to home, and I'm just mad at men that make these accusations. I I, I don't blame you. All right, uh, I believe her. One hundred. I believe her. I believe one hundred percent too. I bl- I yeah. believe Doctor Ford. And it makes me ill. This shit saying she didn't have she doesn't have evidence. She she spoke to a therapist about this years ago. Just yeah. because you can't remember the, the exact date, she didn't write it down in her calendar that she wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, and that yeah, wasn't sorry. that calendar thing just the saddest. I've got because, oh. like you know, if I was planning a sexual assault, I would totally put it on my calendar. Or if I was planning to go to a party, I'd put it on my calendar. No. Whatever. I mean, sorry. You, it's like, do it. All right. Uh, uh, I apologize. No, don't ap- <laughs> do not apologize. All right, here is uh, more from uh, uh, Fucks and Freaks. I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted by some person in some place at some time. But I have never done this to her or to anyone. The other night, Ashley and my daughter Liza said their prayers, and little Liza all of 10 years old, said to Ashley, we should pray for the woman. It's a lot of wisdom from a 10-year-old. 
I'm gonna pause there. Wh Fuck you! Hiding behind your child's dress like a cowardly little man. Fuck you! Wow, that was something. We should create a bullshit. Your daughter said that. That is that talking point is so. <clears throat> you are so full of shit. Your eyes are brown and gushing shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't really have a response for that. That's just uh, beyond the pale. That sounds like an argument Baker would have used when he defended his air-conditioned doghouse. You know, it's... Uh, these guys are shams. Oh, they yeah. They are. I absolutely... Anyway. It is, and uh, Lindsey Graham referred to that later in his impassioned speech. Um, he also said, I don't think I can coach again. He said, uh, those girls is probably the thing I like most in my life doing is coaching, and I don't know if I could do it after what, uh, what I've been through over the last 10 days. Not that he physically mm. could do, but the, the reputation That was definitely one of, the, one of the moments that everyone will remember from yesterday. There were several of them, but I watched his wife in the background when he started talking about his daughter, and he oh. started to get choked up, and they were both on the same page. She started to well up as well boo fucking who there's no crying in politics and this well, is politics well no I, I can see where she's being upset you know yeah her husband is being attacked but she doesn't know what her husband was capable of I don't feel any sympathy for her letting her daughters be used as tools like that you know I could tell you this she she barely, she's not going to be getting mother of the year anytime soon she might be getting shithead of the year I wouldn't put it that far you have to realize what some of these women go through she's either evil or is just has just been so conditioned she just lets it go if she's conditioned, is that is that her fault? If she's been no, brainwashed, if she's been hurt, it's not her fault. It's of course it's yeah. not her fault. Then then are... just just until she proves otherwise, let's just look at that. When we look at Melania, we know what Melania is. Oh yeah, but a woman who who literally slept her way to a green card. If what we're looking at with Kavanaugh's wife, you know, she may have been conditioned. It is an effective form of brainwashing. It really, really is, Adam. You have to think about that. I've, I've been through some pretty horrific things with, with, with my first marriage. So just, let's just Until leave Until Tamara's wife proves otherwise, just yeah. give her the benefit of the doubt is what Please. is being asked. All right, I will just, give her Just foc foc yeah, focus on Kavanaugh and him using his children. Now, it's not the children's fault. He's using his children as a Right, don't blame the 10-year-old. Yeah, just blame him. All right, here's the second cut. Very yeah. emotional for it, their family. It absolutely was. And we've heard that apparently he had prepared remarks and uh, reporters had been given those. And he didn't, he didn't actually deliver those. He uh, delivered yesterday 
uh, a speech that he wrote, and I think only one other person, a former law clerk, actually saw what he was going to say. And what he said was, you know, as I have said earlier, he was fighting for his life. And it's interesting because we had heard some of the analysis yesterday, even on Fox, where people said, well, you know, if the Brett Kavanaugh, who Martha McCallum interviewed a couple of days ago, who is a little stiff, a little nervous, if that guy shows up, that could be bad for right. him. But that guy didn't show up yesterday. I love this description. Uh, he might have been a Bush appointee, but he channeled Trump when he was, it was very Trumpian. It was very Trumpian. And, and he said, in, and it's been speculated that he was channel, channeling one person, that's the president, who was watching. Because he was real. But he also because wants to fight. The president's a fighter, whether you love him or not. Uh, that's up to you. But no one doubts this. The president fights for who and what he believes he, in daily. He might have been watching. Yeah, the man with a clown wig for a hairpiece is real. And as I just typed in chat, Trumpian is not a good thing. Yeah. It's not. I don't want a Trumpster on the Supreme Court. I can tell you this. How can anyone look at the way he behaves and how angry and indignant he has? That's a guy we want on the Supreme Court. You're traitors to your country. You're traitors. Yeah. Each and every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Kavanaugh was angry. But he was, it's not so much as indignant. He was uh, uh, attacking and being abusive to the senators who were questioning him, especially oh, yeah. if they were Democrats. Especially if they were women. Oh, yeah. Especially like, well, did you ever black out drunk? What the, what the hell was that question? She just told you her father was an alcoholic. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull back for a bit. Don't be sorry. Um, um, I'm so emotional about this. It's not even I, funny. I don't blame you for being. I mean, this guy is. This guy has a 50-50 shot of being on the highest court in land and basically making Donald Trump and me in the prosecution. I mean, because that's what the you know that's why Trump cares about this. We I, don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. I know why Trump wants him on the Supreme Court. What I understand, what I understand is why any serious conservative wants this bastard on the court. <clears throat> yes, Yes. Yeah. No, I was just clearing my throat because I, I'm sick. <laughs> not, not every clearing of my throat means something right now. Sorry. <laughs> but um, I, I do, I will say that, yeah, Kavanaugh uh, or the, the right. What's the topic? What's the focus of this? Are we talking about um, why they're pushing Kavanaugh? I think oh, we already just, hit that. Yeah, we already hit that. Um, sorry, I'm a little fuzz-brained, but I'll, I'll just say that, yeah, this is, um, it's, I hear what you're saying about them having a 50-50 chance, and it's, remember, we started off in this process with them having a 100% chance. They had, they had all the power. They still kind of do. It's only a matter of not, whether or not some, uh. Uh, right wing, you know, Republicans on there can uh, don't you know hold to the line. Uh, they they can still force him through. There's really damn near nothing we can do about it. But I'm not that. I they are going to pay a heavy price. They are paying a heavy political price. They're spending all their political capital on this. And may I remind you that even while this is going on, even while this little circus show distracting the entire country and, and it's got all of our focus you can bet that Robert Mueller is not sitting on his thumbs 
Oh, no. Robert Mueller is, you know. That is going forward. Yep. And we're not, just because it's not in the news doesn't mean this, nothing's happening. And I can because tell you what, this. Mu- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I can t- Mueller has a dead man switch. If Trump fires him, something's going to happen. Oh, I hope so. I, I expect it to happen. Uh, I uh, Everything Mueller has done that I've seen has been spot on, damn near like strategic third third dimensional chess. It's he like took, it's like he, he took down the Gambino crime family. Yeah. You don't take apart the mob, you know, going all loosey goosey. I mean, when you look at Manafort, Manafort held on for as long as he could. He was sticking his I'm not cooperating. I'm not no no I'm not gonna flip. No, 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 no. He held on as long as he could and when when his nose was going to the grindstone and Trump wasn't there to throw on a little uh, aloe <laughs> or lubrication or whatever you want to say, he goes, okay, well, I guess I got to flip. And so all credit to uh, uh, Mueller on this. He is, he is something's going to give. And um, I, I, the, all the, I, I, okay. Kavanaugh's a problem. I, I admit there's going to be that that's what that but i i see kavanaugh as their only play things are turning our way so well so fast i mean you look at the 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 downside of of him being on the supreme court i understand i'm not a woman i i I can't pretend to know how it feels i mean i've been bullied but i can't imagine you know what it feels like for a, a, a survivor of that to to uh who have experienced but when I when, when I am a strategist, and when I look at what the Republicans are now having to deal with, and the shit hand that they are looking at, they have got the the two through five, and they've got the seven, and they're, they're all different suits. They got a, the hand of crap, and it, it's going to get worse. When you're talking about what Mueller's bringing, when you're talking about what's happening in November, it's and, and not only that, we're talking about the state of New York coming after the Trump uh, family with the, the charities. That's also moving forward. So just I, 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 I understand the desperation. I understand the anger. I understand the, the frustration. Patience is what I'm, I'm just asking. For. Hang in there. Just tie a knot. Hang on and just uh, just hang in there. All right. Break time. Time for break or is this uh Yep, uh, we'll go to break. We'll go to break because uh, Kenny. I'm sorry if you got more. Roll no, no, it no, 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 no. Uh, well, I will say this. I think a lot of the reason why Kavanaugh was so angry is just because I think he's been told his entire adult life he's going to be on the. He thinks he's entitled to this seat, and yeah. that alone makes him unqualified. In my personal opinion, all the issues with women aside, the fact that he feels that. He deserves this, that he's earned it, tells me he is patently unqualified. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So, all right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, Kenny Pick uh, should be uh, waiting in the wings, as it were. Okay. Um, I haven't seen him. I don't see him on yet, but... Uh, hopefully we'll hear from him soon. And, uh, like, so we got, what do we got? We got the Captain, we got to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer, right? We got to talk about Mystery Science Theater 3000 Season 12. I am so excited about that. Yes. 
I saw the trailer, so I'm ready to talk about it. Okay, good, good, good. You didn't punch an old woman, did you? Me? No. Yes, good, good, good. But I yeah, watched so, it happen. Yeah, someone actually wrote a a, a serious op-ed about how female superheroes shouldn't go around punching old women in the face. It's like, <sighs> really? That's what you're going to waste time writing? What? The, the youth these days. <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, it was it was for a British paper. Yeah, we all know they have a rod up their ass. Okay. Um, but I mean, it, 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 the, the, okay. I'm sorry. Was that British of me? No, no, but yeah, I hit. I, 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 I'm not. <sighs> All right, let's. I don't care here. what the British think about our movies. You know what? If they don't like it, don't spend your tourism dollars watching it. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm just, I'm just amused by the fact that someone actually was so enraged on seeing this trailer and seeing Captain Marvel punch a scroll posing, posing as an old woman. That they went to their computer and started furiously typing an op-ed about women superheroes shouldn't go around punching old women. I, I just, I'm sorry, I'm amused by that. No, yeah, no, it's hilarious. No argument. All right, we'll be right back after this, hopefully with Kenny Pitt. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Pets have 
into speed bumps. Slow down when you drive between the cones. Old pickup beds all rusted in the front yard. No one tries to keep up with Mr. Jones. Work hard all day. Now it's time to unload when the sun rolls down on Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m., the Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What an ass. He was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Joining me, as always, out of the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagon, fresh from AWA. Yes, you almost caught me as I was blowing my nose. 
And also joining us, let, let me, I'm getting to it! Clear my throat! Oh. Cool, Chip. <laughs> also joining us on the Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, and almost entirely recovered from Con Crud, Mr. Miles Lagon. Stop it, Tim. Leave her alone. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard a Kenny. <laughs> um, yes, well, uh, hello, I am back, and uh, I'd just like to make a quick apology to uh, Living on Long Island for talking about Trump and lube in the same sentence. I will refrain from doing that and can continue to talk about things that are white, pasty, and wrinkled. Uh, fair enough. And also joining us, uh, apparently his cats are misbehaving, Mr. Kenny Pick out of Cleveland, I have Ohio. no idea. How, I have no idea how you guys heard that. I thought my volume slider was all the way down. Oh, oh, no, Tim no, was no. punching Tim was punching July's a rose and I had to put a stop to it. Well, yeah, we 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 as liberals and as people and as pet owners should not and do not tolerate bullying in our households. Exactly. So, Amen. but hi everybody. Hello. Hi Kenny. You know I'm really hey, disappointed Ken. that John couldn't make it tonight, so we could rub it in his face how I not only met his challenge but exceeded it by, you know, like twelve times. Yes. Over nine thousand. Hey. <laughs> I think that warrants the Paul Stretch version. It's over nine thousand. There we go. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we had a great time last weekend, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, we are ready to present our expense vouchers for the weekend. Oh, okay. Just submit those to the accounting department. Isn't isn't that 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 would be you, right? No, huh? Oh, well, no, that's a whole so, other department. So, so, I mean, well, we're going to run down what we got you know, anyway. I forget who's... Uh, I think they, they uh, recently... Uh, the, the management changed recently. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on who's in charge of that. But we're still going to go over all the shit we bought at Anime Week in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, I, I just have to say that I am so looking forward to the interviews we have, hearing what... what do you have an idea when you want to play them? Uh, Not yet. Um, I, I've been thinking about it and I want to start editing them and doing, you know, I did the post-production on the Steve Bloom interview because, um, since I'm a part of that community, I, um, I figured, you know, they could, you know, get a sneak preview of that one, but I have, I, I've only like did a little bit of that, but, uh, so yeah, we got, we got to interview uh, all very delightful people, but we got to interview, uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. The voice of Major Kusanagi um, in uh, Ghost in the Shell, among other voices, many other voices, of course. Steve Bloom, who I I I can't, I felt so bad because I always thought it was pronounced Blum because there wasn't an E, and I've only ever seen his name written. You know, I've never heard anyone say that's Steve Bloom. You know, you know what I'm saying? No one's ever, you know. So, uh, mm. Greg Griffin was delightful. I I I gotta say, Greg Griffin, Kenny. Loved Michelle's cookies so much, and when we told her that she that Michelle was a fan of her work as Daphne on the new Scooby Doo stuff. She's been the voice of Daphne since I believe two thousand two. Uh, she offered to sign a free print for Michelle. 
Yeah. And I have wow. That. Wow. Yep, it's up on my wall now, right next to Trace and Frank. So. I I did see the picture. Yeah, I yeah. I, I was really floored by that. That made me really really happy. And she hugged me and everything. She was so sweet. Oh, I was I was so too. embarrassed. <laughs> you shouldn't be. No, but, I it, it was that was cool. Yes, and we got another. I so do. That one, yes. Uh, I just do have to say, though, that the award for celebrity that most love Michelle's cookies has to go to Michael Sinternikolaus. Yes. Which you will be able to hear yeah. when we run that interview. <laughs> but anyway, so what did we get? So uh, first I got the, uh, you remember the Han Solo Damn Right I Shot First shirt, Kenny? Yes. I yes. I, pay, I got that. From Off World <laughs> Designs. I highly, I highly recommend them. They're great. They're great company out of yes. Chicago. Um, what else did I get? I got, uh, well, funny story. So Miles and I, fr- was it Friday, Miles? No, it was Saturday. Um, for what? We went to, to, to Titan Comics down the street. I think it was Saturday. Yes. Um, it could have been Friday. No, I think it was Friday. No, it was Friday because that's what we didn't, we didn't go swimming Saturday. We, we no. stayed in the mm-hmm. room and played games that, and my sister tried to kill us. That's when I went to get pants. <laughs> yes, because you know, the great men of our time have all worn pants. Roosevelt, yes. Churchill, De Gaulle, Gandhi. Well, almost all of them, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got to ask: did, did anybody did anybody ask Gray Griffin about the Scooby Natural uh, episode of Supernatural? I no. think they missed that. No, and I wanted them to as well. But well, Miles. this is Sorry. why we need. This is why I wanted to go in there with written questions. This oh, is why I want Michelle in the room. I love Scooby Natural. That was my. That was. I, I really enjoyed that one. Michelle, I just would have liked to get her opinion on that because you know the whole thing uh, in that was Dean like had the mega crush. Yes. On on her, which you know a lot of you know. So I just would have loved to see what you know she thought about that because obviously, lots of young boys in the seventies were like, you know. In the same position, yeah. Well, <laughs> you yes. know, so well, what? How fun was it to play with that? Plus the fact that the Scooby Gang actually had to deal with real death. True. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> Michelle. You know, in the future, if we go to another AWA, two, three, four years down the road, or how long it is, if we get another interview with Gray Griffin, will you attend? If I'm allowed, Good. I will. I will do my best to pull the strings. <laughs> No, I, 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 it's I'll not that problem, Adam. I'm, I'm more talking about Michelle's yeah. shyness than you are being able yeah. to pull strings. I, I, I'm, I'm, that, I'm scared. That's the bigger yeah. problem. I'm a coward. Sorry. You, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. All right. All right. So let, yeah. let's see. So we went to Titan Comics and I bought. Well, see, here's the thing is that they offer a military discount. And I told him, I said, I have a DOD ID. I'm not military, but I, I work. I'm a DOD. So he's, oh, that, that, that's fine. So I bought uh, about $140 worth of games from them for a hun- about 118 So that was a pretty impressive haul. Mm-hmm. Um, I got three issues of Black Sand, which is a comic inspired by Egyptian mythology. And we will be, oh. trying, we will be trying to get an interview with the, with the uh, artist, behind, you know, with the guy behind that. And I opened the way to that. I gave yes. them my card first. Thank yes. you, thank you, Michelle. Thank you very much. Um, let's. It's see. a very cool comic. Yeah, it is. 
I got uh, a nice hooded cloak from Wolf Home Adventuring just because I was like, yeah, you know, it might work for something for Halloween. So, uh, and I think that's my entire haul this year. I didn't really. Yeah. You know, I, bought, buy a lot. I bought some peg. I bought some pegboard for the garage today. Hey, pegboard uh, is great stuff. I'm gonna be doing but that one day. Here's the sad thing: is it wouldn't fit in our car. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's big. So we had to we had to leave it uh, there at Ace Hardware, and uh, on Tuesday there's a guy who will cut it in half for us, and oh, well, that's we'll, nice. We'll take it home. Yeah. All right. So okay. So uh, Miles, I don't think you had any haul, did you? You didn't buy anything. Michelle, I have things I can say that Michelle bought me, but as far as me buying things, usually my money, I just put it in the snow shovel and throw it at Michelle, and she decides how it gets allocated. It's very rare that I look at something and feel, I gotta have that. But right. I did point out some things, and she was, being the loving wife that she is, she did get them for me. So, I will leave. She has a better mind than I do for how our money was spent, so I'll go ahead and let her right. take over that. Michelle, do you, you guys like... actually own a snow shovel in Florida? No. No. But for, for visual purposes of how I throw it at her, <laughs> yes, a snow shovel is adequate. We, we, we could make one out of car- cardboard and crafting material. <laughs> it wouldn't last long, but you can make it. No. Yeah. It would look it like a snow shovel. In Florida. <laughs> leave it in the rain. Yeah. All right, Michelle, what was your haul? All right. Um, I bought uh, a set of bloodstone dice. These are dice made out of actual bloodstone, which is a which semi-precious. Is not, which is not gemstone. made out of actual blood, just so we're clear. No. These are blue, green, and have a little bit of brown in them. But they call it bloodstone. And I bought a set of simulated opal dice. Um, I bought a set of steel dice for Miles. Um, we bought a dice tray that's felt. And it actually has a dice divider, so you can keep all your dice in nice, tidy rows. I found a really great set of rainbow dice for Cat. <coughs> Sorry. Those should be arriving Monday. Yeah. Speaking and... of arriving things, Ken, you should have gotten something today. Uh, the only thing I got today in the mail was my karaoke machine. <laughs> oh. Uh, it, yeah, maybe Monday. Monday. Well, I'm yes. looking forward to it. I'll, yeah, we, I'll report we, on it on Tuesday. Yeah, Miles and I bought uh, a couple miscellaneous gifts for Kenny and Suze. Very cool. You get, you get to divide them up as you see fit. Wow, thank you. And our uh, our choices probably suck, but, you know, that's up to you to decide. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, no, you, you did ask us to get you, what was the, how did you phrase it? I, yeah. Um, the, 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 the weirdest, cheesiest, craziest gifts we could get. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so there you, you go. You have to figure out who cheapest got you what. Too. <laughs> yeah. I also said cheapest. So. Ours were even. Miles and mine, right. mine were even. There's a there's a second gift in there that you can give to Suze if you want, if she likes it, or you know. Oh, it, I'll share. I'll share. We, we we sent it to both of you, so you get to decide. Well, and, thank um, you, and I'll let you know as soon as uh, it arrives. I bought a kimono, uh, no, a, sh- a short robe that had dragons on it. I oh, bought a fan, that. yeah, you got a fan, and um, an endless mug for the day. 
they had a booth there that gave uh that had old timey drinks like uh old timey vanilla drinks uh cream sodas root beer sarsaparilla grape orange if you bought a mug you could get refills all the day and i bought one of those so that's my expense account uh you bought me a shirt oh yeah your shirt yes Okay, I bought him a shirt. It it it's a um uh, a, a t-shirt that says uh, sarcasm is my superpower, <laughs> and on the back of it it says it has a cape. Uh, backpack. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. The bag yep, of holding. The bag of, the bag of holding. Yep, we got a backpack nice. that's, that's engraved on it. Bag of holding. So there we go. Awesome. And I bought a comic as well. I bought the first edition of the Black Sands comic. Oh, I did buy a game called Evolution. Yes. Yes. That was at Target, not (laughs) at the convention. You ought to be buying a game called Creationism. (laughs) (laughs) Evolution ain't no game. (laughs) I will say, uh, so... um, As I meant, so Saturday night, because Carrie and Kevin and Kai had to leave... Like eight thirty Sunday morning, so we decided. Well, I'd, I it was my idea, but we all pretty much agreed that Saturday we yeah. would just hang out in our hotel room and play games. And we we only got to play one game, but we did have fun playing Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Uh, my sister was the one who tr- was trying to kill us, um, and I think it's very telling that the first person she went after was my brother-in-law Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I had I had bowed out at that point. I was too tired, but yes. Wow. Uh the exact phrasing of the haunting Kenny was um some about splitting uh, opening us like presents on Christmas. <laughs> okay. So Anyway, unfortunately, we didn't get the finish, but we still had fun. We were we were entertained. Yes, we were. So. And now you know a whole new view on we are entertained. Yes, because uh, Miles and Michelle, I think it was Saturday <laughs> between cause Saturday before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Um. We had a couple hours between interviews, and I went. I was hungry, um, so we, we went back to the hotel for for a couple of hours. And I had, and while I was having a delightful roast beef sandwich, they showed me an episode of Rick and Morty. Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and okay. yes, that and uh, uh, Doralius and Associates. Doralius and Associates. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> that was that, that was before we headed back. I thought that might have been later in the evening. No, that was later in the evening while we were waiting for while we were waiting for pizza. I, okay, uh, it's all a stream to me of yeah. just fun. Don't cross the streams, Miles. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a lovely time. It was fun, a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, my nephew wanted to play with us, to play betrayal with us. It's like no, no. Yeah, you could you could try and kill Uncle Adam in a few years. <coughs> yeah, but he wanted to, he wanted to put his hands on those cards, something fierce, and and I was like, like, no, I am not paying to replace this game over one card. So, 
Okay, quick update. Apparently yes. the only package that has been delivered is the one to you, Adam. Yes. Thank you for saying it back. I will get you the $14 later. What? No, 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 no. Don't sweat that. It's nothing. Done. I was, I was an idiot and left my camera in their car. No, the answer is still no. Good luck trying to get that to Michelle. <laughs> anyway, um, Kat's package should arrive on Monday. Kenny, I don't get it. I'm looking at it. It's tracking right now. It says it's in Fayetteville, North Carolina distri Distribution Center. How would that have anything to do with where you live? Oh, uh, North Carolina is on the way between Florida and Ohio. Hmm. It just okay. depends, you know. It's just it just depends what you know, because you know there's like I, I buy stuff on eBay all the time, and I see stuff go to different uh, shipping centers in Ohio all all the time. So okay. you know if it you know it it just depends. Fair enough. So that's the mailing update. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but so, uh, I promise I didn't make a fool of of Indie Media Weekly at the at the, in our interviews. They were they all went very well. Excellent. I didn't get us blacklist, blackballed, or blacklisted, whatever from the convention. I don't think. Uh, as hard as I tried, I didn't. And I will have to say now, after Thursday night, Hal Sparks knows who we are. Mm-hmm. This is now, I think, the third time we've met him in person? Yes. Yeah. Did he so he has our card. Now? What? Did he get cookies, too? No, he did not. However, uh, he doesn't do sugar. He doesn't stuff. do sugar. That's yeah. right. I, it's, see how long it's been since I've listened to his show? Who could but, without sugar? Wait, he has our he has our card, and I'm thinking it'd be great for him to come in and talk to us on maybe at like a Myth Adventure episode or something because he's doing that China special. Yeah. So that would be amazing to talk if to him about any, China. If he has any yep. thoughts about Chinese mythology, that could be an excellent uh, myth. Hell yeah. Speaking of, so at this convention, I very briefly met an actual Shinto priest. And I didn't realize until well after he had moved from his spot, I was like, it's like you know, guys, I think this could, we should talk to him and see if he'll get an interview. I think it'd be very interesting. And, of course, by the time I got back, he was gone. And I have proven that he did not bless my dice, but they're still rolling well. So I'm see, happy. See, we were going to get Michelle's dice blessed, you know, uh, blessed by the, the Shinto priest. Um, and Yeah. But, uh, and I can we, confirm all of my D20s have rolled a 1 and have yet to roll a 20. Yes. <laughs> How many times have you rolled them, Miles? Mm, less than half a dozen each. I mean... Mm. The law of averages says it'll happen, but right now I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm quietly crying right. on the inside. So those, those are going to be the dice Michelle rolls tomorrow. <laughs> no. I'm going to roll the dice that I have now that are rolling really nicely. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but no, but no, seriously, Kenny. I I I wish you and, and the Sus could have come. I think you would enjoy it, enjoyed it. Um, not not the being surrounded by sweaty nerds who have some sort of sickness, but part. But um, <laughs> I think you'd like that Black Sands comic we got. That is pretty cool. Maybe it, it it's really Maybe. good artwork. Yeah, and it's also based on Egyptian mytho. It's loosely based on Egyptian mythology, which is really nifty. Yes. 
and anyone who bases their stuff off mythology has my respect. But uh, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll be rolling out those interviews soon once I get start getting the you know the deeper post production. Uh, and uh, but first, most importantly, John needs to come back so I can rub it in his face that I crushed his pathetic little challenge. Hell yeah, you did. And Jackie was an amazing girl. And I didn't. A even, woman. I was. I was. Yes, I wasn't even thinking about it until someone who mentioned it. Me, Miles. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I wasn't even thinking about it. So, yeah, you blew it out of the water. Well, you you didn't even realize it. That's yes. great. Oh, we played this really fun game called Channel A, where you you basically remember when I told you about Pitch Storm, Kenny? Where where you make a movie? Uh, you you know you. Yeah. Rock, yeah. It's basically that with anime. And it gets weird real fast. Yes. Um what else what what did we play? We're 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 up against break. What else did we play? Uh what was the uh, one zombie, where we Zombie Dice? Zombie Dice. No. No, we played Chupacabra. We played Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. Oh Chupacabra, yeah, we played that too. Um, um what was the one where we were we were, we were, we were, you either make the make the dungeon worse or you make the hero weaker. Oh, the yeah. Uh, the, uh, Welcome to the dungeon. Welcome to yeah. the dungeon. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. And did there you was win a, that one, Adam? Uh, I believe I did actually. I think you did. Was like Welcome Tus- to the dungeon. We've got fun and games. Like Tusakami or something. Mm-hmm. What was that one? The panda. Takinoko. Takanoko. Yep. Yeah, that one was difficult to grasp at first, but we 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 enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not I'm not Oh, and uh we played we played Ultimate Werewolf. And I still am mad about that. I called the I called the Alpha Werewolf right and what does he do? Next turn, he turns me. That Who bastard. were the first two people killed? Miles was the first, as I recall. Yeah. And was it you? Were you the second? Yeah, I was the bodyguard. They got yeah, me I... next. Yep. <laughs> but but the thing is that the guy who was the the alpha werewolf was the one who who picked Michelle. And, and then, I and... was, I talked about him earlier. Yeah. So yeah. And and when he picks me and I open my eyes and look, he he waves at me with this. I was like, you son of a. <laughs> so. We had a lovely time at that game, even though I was immediately killed <laughs> because I can't. I I have a terrible. I have a terrible poker face. I think we can all agree with that. You lasted longer than we did, and they went after Miles because Miles talks too well, much, actually, and I didn't talk hold enough. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was the first one because was what wasn't I the Iron Man lynching? That was like the mulligan? Yes, that's because I picked you out. You threw me under the bus. Now it's all becoming clear. In my defense, I knew you wouldn't die, and I thought this would help you survive longer, so... (laughs) Alright, we should probably get going to break, because we have us a Captain Marvel Marvel trailer to talk about. Oh, yes. And we get... I, I, I cannot wait to announce the release when the when the 
release of season 12 of Mystery Science Theater 3000 is. Oh, I'm, I was so happy. And it's the best day for that release. So, uh, do we want to do Captain Marvel next or Mystery Science Theater 3000 next? Let's do Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. All right, we'll do Captain or, Marvel. Well, because I, I don't know what you're talking about with Mystery Science. I don't know what's going on there. You don't know Mystery Science Theater 3000? What? Uh, no, I know about it, but I don't know what specific news you want to talk about. They just announced the release. What day it's coming out on. Oh, that. Yay! Okay. I mentioned it. Oh! You know, that, it's okay, Miles. It's okay. I'm it's, sick. Because now, now you I'm, get I'm to throwing be, the sick card. Now you get to be surprised when I tell you, <laughs> like I said, it's on the single most appropriate day of the year. <laughs> so I'm going to drop that hint. And just while you're trying to pick, pick, you know, pick your brain and think about what day, think of turkeys. That's right. the clue. Because they're, be you know, think turkey. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You didn't tell me he'd gone this crazy. He's really stepped it up a notch. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And now, on with the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for the final hour here on My Check Radio. Join me as always on the great city of... No, wait, just the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Michelle Legon, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. Yeah, um, even though Port St. Lucie is a snowbird uh, city... Um... We are not as old as Port Charlotte. The average age in Port Charlotte this time of the year is really, really crazy. So it's like the second oldest city in county. Uh, well, the, second the oldest the county, county in the, oldest. the United States. The United yep. States. Wow. All right. And that's where we went to see House Parks. So, <laughs> also joining us out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master. Amazing Karnak, almost fully recovered from the con crud, Miles Ligon. Yes, hello, I am here, and um, I'm pretty good, all things considered. 
Yep, I, I still feel kind of guilty. Why? Because it was my idea to go. Wait a minute. What, were, were you he was raised Catholic, before too. I went through them? Oh, the Catholic thing. Okay. And also here, pointing out my Catholicism and Catholic guilt out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Thank you. Yes, I, I would like to uh, relate a brief story about our trip to Ace Hardware. Uh, you know, Ace is the place. The helpful yeah, hardware man. man. Yeah. Um, so Susan and I were in the garden center. And the garden center of this, it's 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 open air. Uh, you know, it's in a strip mall, but it's it's open air. It has like you know, big iron fence in front of it. But you know, uh, so people walking past the sidewalk, you know, it's kind of like you're in a little prison. You know, there's just bars there between you, whatever. So I'm standing there, and Susan's talking to me, and she said, she said, "Oh, a great horned owl," and there was like a statue of a great horned owl in there, and I and I and I just said, I said, uh, "Das Großhorn Yule." You know, it said it very poorly in German. And um, and then this guy walking on the sidewalk was like, all right, I hear him talking. And he's like, uh, put in a job application. And I was like, oh, OK, he's just talking on a cell phone. I ignored him. And then uh, I kept talking to Susan. And, you know, I said, yeah, you just said that really poorly in German. And um, and she was over on the other side. Yeah. And he's like, so uh, what about what about my application? And and I was like, excuse me? And the guy was talking to me. He's like, yeah, you, you work here? Or are you just shopping? I was like, I, I, I'm shopping. And, oh, I, th- I, saw, I thought you were talking to me. And I was like, I'm talking to my wife. She's right over there. He's like, oh, well, because I put a job application in here, and I'm trying to get a job here, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, congratulations. Good, good, good job in your future endeavors. <laughs> you know, and... And so I walk around the corner to, to meet Susan, and there's a guy looking at a bag of mulch, doesn't even look up at me, and he says, got this in a bigger bag? <laughs> you must just have that Ace Hardware vibe about oh, you. No. Just, I'm wearing a fucking Doctor Who shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a vibe. You know, you don't even have to see you. It's just sort of like there's a presence up arriving. Therefore, I must just, you know, talk to you. That guy, that guy outside the, the, the fence, though, was nuts because he just kept going and going and going and going. And I'm like, dude, okay, great, wonderful. You put in a job application. I'm looking for garden storage, <laughs> for garage storage, rather. So, wow. That's what happened today. You got this in a bigger bag? <laughs> 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 I just threw my hands up and walked out. Cool. Should I be saying I'm sorry you had that experience, or it's just stupid? It's just stupid. <laughs> well, you know what isn't stupid? <clears throat> What's uh, that? No. The Captain uh, Marvel trailer. No, it is not. It's great. I just said that it's not stupid. Now you said it was not stupid, and I said it was great. There you go. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I will. I will confess this. If I had known that they were going to release the Captain Marvel trailer while I was on, while we were on vacation, I would be like, "No, we got to do this. We got to do the show. We got to talk about Captain Marvel." And I would have vetoed you. No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I would have gone with the veto because you know, like, 
I, I actually yeah. value the input of my co-hosts. Well, considering how much we were driving that week, no. Anyway, uh, so shall we? Rocket. Hell yes. Here we go. invasion, big car chase, truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. We have no idea what threats are out there. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. All right. So Captain Marvel comes out next March. And I got to say, I think it's going to be great because the pe the people who are whining about Black Panther are saying the exact same shit about Captain Marvel, only instead of being about, oh, a black man can't be in charge of the franchise, it's a woman can't be in charge of the franchise. Oh, whiny little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> she said I'm it, sorry. not me, Kenny. She said it, not me. That was funny. I am a woman, and I'm allowed to call them bitches. I know, and that's it, that, that's why I left, because, you know, it was it was... It was just an awesome little one. I think it's really awesome when Michelle uses bad words. That's just yeah. my opinion. I don't Me use too. them that often, but God. But you GOP, use them to great effect. Yeah, you use the them to great effect when you do. Them out of me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was an excellent. Dragging. Episode. It's not even dragging. It's like they, we've all sprung a leak about this yeah. shit. Um, and, and can I also say, I mentioned this on Turn Up the Night where you guys were uh, traveling last Tuesday. I mentioned this. No, maybe it was Friday. Yeah, it had to be. Oh, yeah, we could go Friday. Um, the all the the asshole incel uh, men's rights activists were all uh, basically uh, photoshopping smiles onto Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, saying, "Oh, oh, she doesn't have any personality here. Oh, put a smile on her now. She has personality. She's smile." Oh my god. Why isn't she smiling in that trailer, guys? 
she's a soldier on a mission. It's it's pretty grim. It's yes. not a fucking happy-go-lucky, you know, Disney romp. An I mean, old it woman is- got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. You figure they'd like that. So, um, you know, and I understand there are people that think that that's problematic. And I get it. Visually, it's it's not cool. But, you know, once they understand encouraged- what's going on in the film. Yeah. yeah the once- fan base understands. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know the the you know all of those fucking asshole incel nasty um, ba- subhuman basement dwelling hot pocket slurping mamas boys, fuck all y'all. Agreed. Yes, agreed. Agreed. All right, so I I'm just so sick of this shit right now. Well, yeah. But let's talk. Let's let's talk about the positive, which is how great this trailer was. Hell yes! Because okay, so it looks like they're kind of shaking up Captain Marvel's origin story, which I think you know. I'm curious to see. I've got a, I've got thoughts about what 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 they're going for, but at the same time. Because a lot of her origin is also kind of not necessarily her origin, but a, a bit of her character is also tied up with Rogue, because of course she Carol Danvers is where Rogue got her powers to fly and her superhuman strength and endurance from. So I think that by doing this, or you know, shaking up origin story, they're kind of getting away from that. Um, but so we have a young Samuel, a a a, a young a CGI young Samuel L. Jackson. Who I have to say looks pretty good. Oh, it looks fantastic! And I will yes, say some of the best. Lies. It, that, I mean, they they nailed it. They nailed the de aging tech with um, with um, what's his name as um, Hank Pym. Yes. Oh yeah, um, Douglas. Michael yep. Douglas. Yeah. Yep. Um. So we've got that. We've got we see. Uh. So it looks like she's initially going to be allied with the Kree. Including, uh, including uh, Korath the Pursuer and Ronan the Accuser. Mm-hmm. Lee Pace will be reprising Ronan and uh, Jumlin Hanso will be reprising Kor- uh, Korath. Um, so what else do we got? We got uh, our first view of Ben Mendelsohn as Talus the, cr- the the Scroll. Right? Is that the, that's the name, right? Talus? Someone? Anyone? I, I'm not good at names, so don't come to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to step away. Timmy got in my closet and was scratching a comic book. Oh, no. I had to get him out of there. He's being a fucking bastard tonight. <laughs> yeah, I closed the door. You can't get in there now, you dumb dick. <laughs> you show him, Kenny. He's looking at me like, he's like, what? He's like, fuck you, Kenny. Yeah. It's okay, Suze. Yeah. He's, he's, he thinks it's funny. No, he yeah. does. Yes, he does. Destroying innocent anyway. What was the question? Funny, Timby. The question was, uh, what was Ben Mendelsohn's character. Tell us the scroll, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we know the villains are going to be the shape-shifting scrolls, and that one of them is posing as an innocent old granny. Mm-hmm. At least I hope that's the case. It is. Mm. It has to be. It has to be. Uh, and they else? released that on purpose, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what else Just, do we got? Yeah. 
we get we get to see some of her time in the United States Air Force as a as a pilot. Yes, there was also scenes of um, her childhood multiple times for standing yes. up, which that's fine. But what got me was um, that that Captain Marvel suit she's wearing. All these other individuals that were wearing similar suits, so that kind of implies that they're a unit of some kind yes. from space somewhere. Space Force. Yeah, well, not Sp- from it, space it's Force. it. It's an it, well, no, I'm sorry, it's not Space Force. It's if Miles doesn't Star know Force. the Marvel. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's an iteration of thing of Star Force is the the name of the 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 Lantern Corps from the DC. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay. Almost, yeah, almost exactly like that. But yeah, Star Force, one word. They probably won't call them that because that's a pretty corny name. But you know, much like many Marvel uh, things that happen in Marvel movies, like you know, a lot of people were referring to Captain America in Civil War as, like, since he had the dark costume, being the Nomad version, or Spider Man having the Iron Spider version of his costume. Basically, it's you know there'll be a unit of you know soldiers or something like that they'll probably have or they might be called like star force you know and then have some kind of number designation or something like that okay i don't know but i'm betting it's there you know it'll just be they'll call it something i'm betting they'll call it something different or you know you know just refer to it as some kind of military unit and you know i have no idea but we'll see but yeah you're totally right you nailed it miles cool um, I will say we also saw the first trailer for Dark Phoenix, which didn't look half bad. The trailer didn't. Ugh. I, I haven't watched it. Um, I, I'm really worried about that. But, yeah. Um, I'm... Yeah, I'm not happy with it. And I saw an article, too, and everybody's like, they finally nailed the costumes. They did not nail the costumes for the 90s. You know, I mean, those those are Grant Morrison, uh, Frank Quitely style <laughs> costumes from the um, earliest two thousands. You know, th- those aren't Dark Phoenix era costumes. So, I still think they should have been more colorful. Uh, you know, we never quite got, we've never gotten the X Men the way it should be. Honestly, well, no. You know, with Marvel Costumes. getting them back, I think we're going to get a real good X movie eventually. Yeah. But it just seemed like we were built. We were finally building towards that, and then like, nope, can't do it. I mean, I will... Patrick Stewart was great as Xavier. Yeah, but... and I love James McAvoy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's younger. Yep. Yeah, I think James McAvoy was a good pick. He he grew me. Uh, you know, and it's also hard to be you know in in the shadow of. Um, you know, a great like Pat Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, that said, I will say one thing to to keep an eye on is how does um, how does Venom perform? I think if Venom doesn't do well, I think that Sony is gonna cave and sell to um, sell Sp- uh, Spider Man fran- you know the the rights back to. Um, Marvel. Yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, so far it's looking halfway decent. You know, it's not really. 
I think people are really excited about it because, you know, just like, you know, with Wolverine, Punisher, you know, everybody kind of likes the anti-heroes. I think that's why Blade did so well, even though I don't think a lot of people knew him from the comics. You know, I, I think it probably should do well. I, I do want to say one funny thing, too. I don't know if anybody read this, but uh, James McAvoy said he would uh, he would play uh, a young professor. He would play a young John Luke Picard in the new Picard Star Trek series on CBS All Access. <laughs> he said, That's I funny. would love to do that. So I say, yeah, you know, yeah, make yeah. it so. Make it nice. so. Yeah, I will say that, see, and that shows he's got a good sense of humor. That, which is important. Um, mm-hmm. I know we didn't talk much about Logan. Yeah. But what did you think about that? The, it was the pretty good. And it it was it was it made me cry. Oh yeah, it was gut wrenching. Yeah, and I think they did a very good job with that. Yeah, it, you know, um, I want to see is you know if because they know. I mean, Fox has to know this is it. This is it for yeah. their X Men movies. Um, I think they're milking it because they're doing like a Deadpool. Um, a Deadpool PG thirteen recut uh, that they're bringing out at Christmas time. I guess Fred Savage is repri- reprising his role for pr- from Princess Bride for it. Oh, good God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, but I, I think it's kind of the last hurrah that you know. I mean, New Mutants obviously is, is has been pushed back. It was supposed to be out, I think, early this year. I think I can't remember. No, maybe it was next year. But you know, Dark Phoenix was delayed a long time. I I'm su- I was surprised it even was coming out. But you know, and Adam, you pointed out that they completely removed X Men from the title of Dark Phoenix. They just have the X in Phoenix with a circle around it, and that that's been a marketing strategy because, like X Men, you know, Wol- X Men Origins Wolverine, because it had X Men in the title it didn't do as well as the Wolverine or Logan, you know? And that's why, you know, Deadpool does, does well too. So they're like, you know, and that's why they went with the new mutants, not X-Men, the new mutants, you know? So I think after the last couple movies, people are like, uh, X-Men, we've kind of already seen every mediocre X-Men movie, even though I will, I will hand it to them. First class and days of future past were great movies. Um, but with, uh, you know, the last, you know, Age of Apocalypse really suffered. I think that uh, a, a lot of people, you know, so so basically they're just like, uh, okay, drop that from the title and, you know, hopefully people just already know it's an X-Men movie and we'll go see it. So. Now, my my biggest thing is, would not, would uh, I don't know how the franchises are being split up and all that, but what if they did an Alpha Flight movie? Well, that's going to fall under Marvel's uh, uh, purview here real soon, if it already wasn't, because that was independent enough yeah. on its own that I don't think that that they were lumped in with the X-Men. You know, there were characters like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch that were kind of on the fence because, you know, they were members of both teams uh, or, you know, appeared, you know, were Magneto's children, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but Alpha so, Flight was completely separate. Yes. They could yes, be separate. So, yes. 
Absolutely. I think I think they could absolutely do a TV show, movie, animation, whatever. On you know, just well, obviously they can do anything with animation. Marvel can, but for film rights and television rights, I think Alpha Flight is probably in the clear. Um, but there were certain there's probably certain things they they couldn't have done um, when you know things were completely separate, like mm-hmm. they couldn't have said uh, North Star um, and Aurora were mutants. You know, uh, they they couldn't have probably used Namorita because she was connected to Namor, or at least they'd have to call her something different. Um, so I think yeah, but, a couple elements. Yeah, but you could still use a base team. You could use you still use Guardian or AKA uh, uh, Vindicator. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of them. You know, uh, yeah. I think you could use all of them. You would just have to do. Like I said, with what they did with the Avengers when they used uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, is they never referred to them as mutants, you right. know. So, so that they just minor tweaks, and absolutely they could have they could have done that. But I love just, to see that. I, I, I wonder, you know. Uh, go ahead. No, it would be amazing. You know, you you have yeah. you have all the spectrums. You have the uh, the the suit enhanced. You have the um, the, the uh, genetically the the puck puck was he was like a super athlete technically. Well, it's just kind of like a Canadian yeah. Avengers, really. Yeah, yeah. So you have all the What's aspects. What's that all about, day? Eh? No, they were never like that. I no. couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. but they would be a great team to have as a movie. Oh, Marina, Marina it was not wasn't named Marita. So yeah, they, Marina. Yeah, they could have used Marina but, with that. But she wasn't really that heavy of a original character either. No, she I mean there, she, was, but... she was kind of a she was a later addition. Right, but you you wow. had um, you had Vindicator, aka Guardian. You had Puck. You had Sasquatch. You had um, uh, Shaman. Shaman, Talisman. North Star, Aurora, and Snowbird. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a great yeah. team. And, and uh, the the new iteration, uh, I've read only a little bit about, um, but the new uh, Alpha Flight, they're actually like um, a team in a satellite that orbits Earth, defending from cosmic threats. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of that. But I'm, so I'm, I'm, that- I'm a first Alpha Flight. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that could be a way for them to not scare people off. Oh, a Canadian superhero team? That's weird, you know? I mean, if and because obviously with Guardians kind of leaving a void, uh, they're going to use the, I think, what what is the Immortals, Adam? That's the the next big cosmic team they're doing? I haven't heard anything about that yet. I The last I heard was they committed to using James Gunn's script. That's all I've heard about Guardians Three, and you know any possible replacement. Well, I think it's the Immortals. That was that one Jack Kirby team, um, I believe. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the uh, yeah the Mar- Marvel Immortals. Yeah, they're, they're um, uh, uh, no Eternals. Eternals. I'm sorry. I think it's the Eternals. I can't. Remember. Yeah, the Eternals. Um, they're obviously, you know, the spacefaring superhero genre is doing rather well. They're going to be, you know, messing with the Eternals movie. And, but, uh, but, you know, if you wanted something, 
I would love to see a story, you know, where a superhero team, because that's a, that's a classic notion, like the Justice League. You know, the Justice League had their satellite for the longest time, or the Watchtower on the Moon, and then the Orbital Watchtower. And you know, I just love that that you know all these superheroes converge on, you know, and can be deployed, you know, via teleporter or you know fly out into space however you know with a ship or if they can survive the hazards of a vacuum whatever um but you know i, I think alpha flight is a spacefaring team mix a little of that old uh the old school alpha flight with uh you know the new cosmic marvel universe aspects that would be yeah. great i'd like that actually i'm just sad that they never got really their their Spot in the sunlight, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So right. my favorite. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I, I, I you know, I, I mean, I, I, th- and, and I get what you're saying that you know about the X Men fatigue, Kenny. But I still think they're also not calling it X Men Dark Phoenix because the rights are about to. I think it's, I think it's probably seventy five fatigue, twenty five percent legal. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to Captain Marvel. Brie Larson is going to kill in the role. Oh, hell yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, I, I'm still just amused by the fact that someone was so outraged by by the face punching that they wrote an app ad about it. Oh, fuck, oh. then the hell. Oh, now I know why I was thinking of the space program, Alpha, the Alpha Flight space program, because Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, has been associated with them. She's been in charge of that. Oh, cool. Oh, well, there we go. Now they have an yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, in the comics, she was uh, she was like a big uh, big cheese in NASA uh, back in the eighties, nineties. I can't remember. Before she got a promotion. So that makes sense. Yep. All right, so we're gonna go when we come back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the uh, season twelve of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, and speaking of bad movies, you know what will be a great way to establish this is in the nineties because we see the the trailer opens with her falling, her crashing in, into a blockbuster, and that's good. That's a great start. But what would be really great is if when she crashes, she lands on all the copies of Super Mario Brothers or Trump Tower or Trump Tower. Sure. Yeah. Just as I'm long trying as to think of a 90s movie I want to be eliminated. Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Street Fighter? Yeah. That works. <laughs> yep. Okay, we'll be right back after this for a final segment here on Mike Check Radio. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Point I'm trying to make is that I am the most unpleasant, rude, ignorant, and all-round obnoxious arsehole that anyone could possibly have the misfortune to meet. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Filling out 
Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And 
Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly, Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Yes, master philosopher, alchemist, and eternal love. Oh, enough of that. We don't have time for your long-winded self-introductions. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. We don't have time, but we're going to do it anyway because we're professionals. Join me as always out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Master Philosopher and the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. I don't know how much of a master I am, but I'm here. Yay! And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Alchemist and GM Galaxy Master, Miles Legon. Huh? Hi! <laughs> And finally, out of Cleesburg, Ohio, eternal love child, Kenny Pick. Oh, the eternal love. Poot, poot. Yes. All right. So, yeah, that, that was fun. I'm really, I'm telling you, I'm really excited for Captain Marvel. I, I'm going to be bouncing off. The, well, Aquaman might help, if it's good, might help keep me occupied until Captain Marvel. But Captain Marvel. And we we should be getting, um... An Avengers trailer sometime within the next month, you know, couple months, right? Uh, one would assume. There's a lot of design, uh, costume design leaks and stuff, and they've kind of confirmed that, again, one of those things that Marvel does, they're they're going to be suiting up um, Hawkeye as uh, in his Ronin persona, but they probably won't call him Ronin. In this, <laughs> Why couldn't they call know. him Ronin? Just like yes, they might. They might. I mean, it, it just a lot of these things. Like I said, they didn't call Spider-Man Iron Spider when they get. They essentially gave him the Iron Spider costume, and they didn't call Captain America Nomad when he had the Nomad type costume. So, you know, I don't know. It, I mean, it, 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 it. You know, I mean, he might just be going. You know, code name free. Who knows? We'll see. Well, that would be like the ultimate Ronin thing to do. Yeah. That you know, so and a Ronin is a Ronin is what a samurai without a master? Is that what that is? Yes, a masterless samurai. Yeah. Correct. Which was not a good thing to be in Japan. Although Hey, hey do... I'm... Hmm? I'm kinda of proud of myself for knowing that. Yeah. Well the samurai were <laughs> assholes. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yep. they were. 
Um, generally speaking, it was not a good thing to be a masterless samurai because it was from your master where your pay came, you know, like you, you got your stipend from your master, etc., etc. Um, the one case of Ronin being um, idolized would be the case of the 47 Ronin, who um, basically, at the time that they existed, it was illegal to carry out feuds and once once something happened that was it you know so if you're if your master was ordered to kill himself that was it you leave it alone no feuds with other clans and um this one guy got this other guy you know basically convinced the the shogun to order him to commit uh seppuku and so these 47 ronin dispersed who were you know who were under the guy who was forced to commit suicide they dispersed and basically pretend to be drunkards and criminals for like 10 years just to get this guy to drop his guard and when he did they killed him took his head placed it at their master's grave and turned themselves in and and you know were executed as criminals and but they're, they're looked yeah. up to for their devotion to their mastery even in death you know so anywho that's not here nor there. Let's let's talk about cheesy movies. <laughs> Great segue. The worst you can find. La la la. Yeah. That was terrible. La la la. There we go. That's better. Um. You know, I should have done the. We should have done the the Trace and Frank thing. All right. Anywho. Yeah. All, all I can say is, Adam, is you're supposed to push the button, and and then Frank would say. Be the, the button. I am the button. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we now have a date for season twelve of Mystery Science Theater, and I will say this is going to be shorter. It's only six episodes instead of thirteen, which I, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, Kenny. You you know, I mean, I love Mystery Science Theater, and mm -hmm. I would like a longer season, but at the same time, I'm grateful that Mystery Science Theater is back. So, I'm I'm on board this new plan. But anyway, the release date is November twenty second. Now, why is this an appropriate day? Thanksgiving. Exactly. We're gonna be watching yes. turkeys on Turkey Day, y'all. Nice. Nice. I am so excited about this. That, that, that is some great marketing. The only downside is, I think this means there will not be a, th a Turkey Day Marathon this year. Mm. Well. Yeah, they, they might not want to compete with it, you know, or maybe it's, it's, it's a hat tip to that and, you know, they'll maybe do one, well... It's, you, you can stream it any time you want, so maybe they'll do both. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. I, I Don't get me wrong. I would I would find a way to do both, goddammit. Um, but no, this is exciting. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, just out of curiosity, do you guys have any, like, candidates for, for riffing that you might want to see on this next, excuse me, season? Hmm... hmm. Well, I'm sure there's a there's at least one or two Ed Wood movies that are um, are doable for that. Um, 
maybe uh, did they have they done Night of the Ghouls? No. No, they haven't. Night of the Ghouls, then for sure. That movie's so goddamn stupid. Is that the um, one where with uh, Criswell in the coffin? Yes. Okay, good. In the slide, in the slide whistle for ghosts and shit like that. Uh, are you are you asking for things for you to riff or for them to riff or how? For, to, them, to we, riff. for them to riff. Oh god, nine deaths of the ninja. Oh, that that's a good one. Delightful. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. 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 Um. Um. Oh, what's that horrible? Fucking Star Star Wars knockoff. They've never done it, and it's I love it. It's the dumbest. That'll movie. be on the stars. Space? No, it's space. Oh man! They did a Star I'll, I'll Wars knockoff last fun. year. They did a Star Wars knockoff last year. And the one I'm thinking of has Carolyn Monroe in it. Yeah, they did that one. Yes. Okay, then what Star Wars knockoff? Are you thinking of Star Crash? Yes, they did Star Crash. Yeah, so this one is Star Odyssey from 1979. That movie is so awesomely bad. I mean, visually, it's great. It's just tacky and gaudy. And, you know, instead of stormtroopers, they have these androids that all have like these gold suits and Dutch boy haircuts. And. <laughs> Um, and they have like a total, like a, a, a C-3PO knockoff with huh. uh, a female, with a female C-3PO uh, knockoff. And they're like the bickering married couple throughout. And okay. like every male character in it, who's like a good guy, all, it, it seems like they're all like kind of fighting to be who, who hands, so who the, uh, who hands solo is in it. <laughs> but, and, but then there's one guy. Every scene he's in, he leaps into the shot. Every fucking time the, the you know they start a shot and he's supposed to be in it, he leaps like a ball- ballerina into the shot. Wow, <laughs> so ridiculous! Holy shit! The guy, did you get who here has seen the Devilfish episode, of Mystery Science Theater? I ha- I don't know if I have or not. I, don't I think- might have. The guy who is the sheriff in that is in this movie. Um, I will say for me, my candidate, I think uh, the Lou Ferrigno Hercules movies could work. <clears throat> where 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 Hercules punches a bear into space. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I have one that you're gonna be happy with, Adam. Yes. Nineteen ninety four, Double Dragon. That oh yeah, that was terrible. I actually paid money. Oh. I actually spent my allowance to watch that terrible movie. Oh no! But they would. I think they would rip that apart. Couldn't yeah. they do like uh, the Dungeon Master with um, a very short movie? I'm trying to think of his name. He played Bull on Night Court. Oh, oh, um, Mall Richard Mall. Yeah. Robert Robert Mall Richard Mall. I know it's, it's Richard, Richard Mall. You're right. Yeah, yeah but Double Dragon, Double 1994 Dragon. Double Dragon. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good reference. Arcade movie sucked. Yeah. Um, also, I th- I would like to offer up the uh, uh, the 1970s version of 
the Dunwich Horror. It's not. It can be riffed. Yes. It's riffable. All right. So, so I I forgot about the Dungeon Master movie until you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, there's it, it has an appearance from Wasp, the metal band Wasp in it. Oh wow. So <laughs> it says the film features an appearance by the heavy metal band Wasp. So in Blackie Lawless, the lead singer has a, a credit <laughs> in there. Wait, I got another one. You're going to like this one, Kenny. Rock and Roll Nightmare starring John Micklethor. Oh, yeah. They never did that? Uh, Rift Tracks did, but um, the only John oh. Micklethor, the only John Micklethor, um, movie they did was uh, Zombie Nightmare which also starred Adam West rocking an awesome mustache I'd love Adam West well just so everybody knows Star Odyssey is available in its entirety on YouTube all all one hour and 28 minutes of its full glory wow that's of the the Italian the Italian uh, version of Star Wars (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm of sorry. Course. I haven't gone to the chat room. I'll put it in. I'll of put it in the chat. Of course, it had to be Italian. Oh yeah. So you share a blame in this, Hebert? <laughs> How do I? And I share have no Italian ancestry. Part Italian. But that does, that does, Okay, I'm not going to argue. I guess you. Have that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm part German. I'm to blame for Nazis as well. Um. So. As am I. Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go, everybody. Go watch uh, uh, Star Odyssey, and you will you will definitely realize it is a candidate. It is a heavy contender for MST3K. They need this movie. Well, it's by they not, need this movie on that wall. Yeah, do not watch Double Dragon. That will just burn your eyes out forever. Yeah, if you're gonna watch, I, a I bad think night- everyone should watch uh, Nine Deaths of the Ninja. <laughs> because you need to feel the pain that I went through when watching. Nine. Let me see here. Deaths. Deaths of the ninja. Okay. Hey, Google. Google complete that. Oh, this this is so sad. Star Odyssey the the, the, on over on oh, Star Odyssey over on YouTube has 519 views and only eight thumbs up in one comment says, this has got to be the most horrible drug-induced movie I've ever seen. Please do everybody a favor and delete it. Oh my god. <laughs> Nine Deaths of the Ninja stars Shokasugi from from Master Ninja. It sucks. Oh, I've got to see this I'll, now. Here's the thing about <laughs> Nine Deaths of the Ninja. right? Uh, me and my high school best friend at the time um, were like, you know, hey, what a movie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. My my mom says, "Oh, you need to go see this movie. It's got it's got underwater scenes, it's like James Bond underwater scene, fighting scenes, and and, and karate and all this. Actually, no, 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 I'm like, really? Oh, okay, all right. So, so me and my best friend went to go watch it, and we're sitting there watching this movie, and you know, we're looking at each other, and it's just like, well, maybe it gets better. <laughs> my mom pranked us." It was a practical joke of my mom to have us go watch this movie. That's how bad it was. She, wow, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, my my mom was like, oh, I got. She told she told my dad, oh, we gotta have Miles go see this, and and my dad's like, what? No, it's terrible. And she's like, yes, I know. <laughs> she she tricked us into going to see it. So yeah, my mom's got a got a sense of humor. So I I think that. Nice. Sorry, sweetie, that that's partly where I get it from. You're sorry. I understand. <laughs> did they ever do? Did they ever do Supersonic Man, the Italian <laughs> Superman knockoff? No. Oh, Delta Force. Oh, is that the? One. Is that starring? Uh, that's Chuck Norris, right? Chuck Norris. I'm all yeah. for that. Anything that makes fun of Chuck Norris. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I think it should. It, it, all, all of th- those are movies that uh, Captain Marvel should have crashed into. All Chuck Norris movies. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, it could ha- It could happen. But Super Sonic Man, that's right up there. That I think it's Italian. It's it's so fucking awesome. Well, like I said, we we'll see. I'm I, I'm excited though. Uh, um. You know, it's, I'm I'm huge fan of Mystery Science Theater. So far, they have been um, they've been good, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, uh, Jonah Ray does when he comes back. So that means everyone here should probably watch season eleven of Mystery Science Theater as time allows. <laughs> What better way to annoy yourself the pain? Right? Sure. Alright. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Parting shots. Um, well, first of all, um, again, really enjoyed myself at Anime Week in Atlanta with Miles and Michelle last year. Or last last year. Last week. Nice! nice. <laughs> See how anxious I am for you to come now, right? Huh? You are distancing yourself now. No, that's how anxious I am for you guys to come back in a couple of years. <laughs> um, Anime Week in Atlanta will be the last week of October next year, starting on Halloween night. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull, I'm going to try and pull it off, but we'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Got some great interviews. Can't wait to share them. All right, Michelle, what do you got for parting shots? Um, not much. Just vote. Everybody vote. We have a, uh, in Florida, there are some really reprehensible people running. <sighs> I don't know how to, how to say it. Just vote. <laughs> That's all I can say. Sorry. All right. Uh, Miles. Um, good question. Do I have any parting shots? They would have to be, um, no, I don't, no, just, just wait for it. Watch, watch the politics that's happening. Don't overthink it. Don't overstress it. You know, here's, here's, all right, here's some advice. And I gave this to Michelle a couple nights ago when she wasn't happy. The Republicans have the power to put Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court. They always have. There was all the, the chances of that happening was already very high. And so when you start from a position 
from that position that there's nothing that really can be done to stop him. That doesn't mean we shouldn't keep fighting. That doesn't mean we shouldn't resist. It doesn't mean we shouldn't yell and scream and, and bring attention to this because every time we do, it brings another percentage point. It helps swing popular opinion just a little bit more our way. And the more people that we swing, the more people that get pissed off enough to vote, that's what that's really what's going to matter. That's what's really going to make a difference. I really don't want Kavanaugh on either, um, but just don't, don't, don't let it bring you down to the point where you, you, you feel like giving up, you know, it, that's, that's, that's really not, uh, that's not helpful. Just fight, fight, fight it from, uh, you know, you know, when you're at the bottom, just keeps fighting up and we're winning. I, I expressed this earlier in the show. I'm just repeating myself now. Sorry. No, no, it's 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 fine. He's good. Okay. All right, Kenny. What do you got for us on the way out? I saw a T-shirt the other day. They did. I think you might want to track down for yourself, Adam. It's pretty hilarious. In the ACDC font, you know that classic ACDC font. It said uh, ADHD. And then beneath it, it said, I'm on a highway to look squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just thought it popped up on, you know, like in an ad on Facebook or something like that. But I thought you'd appreciate the joke on it. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to uh, Titans coming out on uh, DC Universe streaming on the 12th. The more trailers I've seen, I, I've forgiven them from the for the fuck Batman thing. Um, I'm liking the way, uh, the, the twists they seem to have on Raven and Starfire and Beast Boy. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen, but they have a really great little teaser from it where, uh, Dick Grayson meets Jason Todd, which is very interesting. Um, I'm really excited too, because I think that this, this has the potential to be some of the best shared universe, uh, comic book television stuff in a long time because they're going to be introducing the uh, the Doom Patrol and of course Beast Boy has heavy ties to Doom Patrol uh, He that's where he was originally a member of that team and it, it looks like they are going to be drawing from a lot of really cool story arcs from Titans and the first one being you know with Raven and the discovery of her powers and of course if anybody knows spoilers her dad's a demon named Trigon, and the more she uses her powers, the more Trigon works his way into this mortal plane. So that's yep. very exciting. This and this this first arc looks like it's going to focus heavily on uh, Robin and Raven, and it's kind of looking like we might get a TV Batman out of this show. Uh, that you know something that hasn't been done in, I think. Technically, the, the the last time there was literally a costumed Batman in a TV series was the short-lived CW Birds of Prey series, where they had a, him in a flashback. And I believe Mark Hamill voiced the Joker in that flashback, too. Um, so, uh, so yeah, th this could be very exciting. I think this is going to be some of the best shared universe stuff. I'm looking forward to see uh, they, they're working on the Stargirl, Stargirl TV series as well. Um, and that's going to rely heavily uh, on the Justice Society of America. So, hey, the, the Teen Titans, 
Doom Patrol and Justice Society are three of my favorite teams from the comic books. Of course, I love the Justice League, but I love those the original team, the the, the JSA, and then the tertiary team of you know the Teen Titans, and of course just the crazy oddball team of the Doom Patrol. I have a feeling Doom Patrol is probably going to be one of my favorite TV, but probably if it's handled right, it'll probably be my favorite uh, comic book superhero TV series ever. So looking forward to it. Been having fun poking around on uh, DC streaming, although I got to send them a nasty message because they do this thing where if you watch something short, it's like this will well, this will play in 10 seconds. So if you watch a 30 second teaser, it like grays the video out and says coming up in 10 seconds. Oh, so I can't watch 30 percent of the video because you're going to gray it out and tell me something else is going to play. So I got all pissed off and I was like, fuck it, I'll go watch it on YouTube. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about DC streaming. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but yes, yeah, confirmed, uh, October 12th, the first issue, first episode issue, first episode of Titans. And it comes out on Fridays, um, uh, just like any regular TV show, but you know, of course, once they all come out, you can stream them all. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's it for us. I'd like to thank Miles, Michelle, Lagan, Kenny Pick. Thanks, everyone. Uh, hopefully, John will be back next weekend so I can rub in my face how I crushed his challenge. Yes. And, and hell I will, yes. I will also say I've got two. I've got two more nominees to be riffed on for, by Mystery Science Theater. That is the car. Uh, oh, the car is great. Yeah, well, but it's cheesy enough that it could be riffed, and... Yes, James Rowland and Karen Black. Yes, yep. this cheesy martial arts movie called Duel to the Death, which, where the villain gets beheaded, and his head explodes. Hmm. That's always fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, which, which heads are, are want to do. Yeah. So. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Adam, if if uh, John wants to call shenanigans, ah! we can contact Jackie and she will come on the show and dispute yeah. that. I, I'm I am sure he he accepts his loss in his loss gracefully. Yeah, but he, oh, I'd pay for that. Yeah, his, oh. his, his washer exploded. What? Uh, yeah. I, uh, yes. He had some kind of issue with his washer or dryer, and his dad was <laughs> yes. going to come look at it. Yeah. All right. And that stops him from being on the show. Why? I. I uh, maybe he's watching uh, Star Odyssey and Supersonic Man. <laughs> yes. And he's. he's I post, he's, posted both of those in the chat. And Double Dragon. Yep. There we go. Triple right. feature. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no. Oh, uh, by the way, so I'm thinking about putting together a movie riffing panel next year, Kenny. I've got the perfect candidate for it. It's this bad Japanese sci-fi movie called Matango, which deals with people who eat mushrooms and so turn into mushrooms. You are what you eat. And I'm thinking about calling it Snarknado. That could work. All right. Well, that's it for us, everyone. Have a great week. 
we'll be back next week. Hopefully, I will. Be, I, I, I don't know if I've got strep or what, because the sore throat's coming and going. We'll be back anyway. So, uh, have a nice week, everyone. Bye. Good night. Time for go to bed. Right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Gasping worm. Push the button, Frank. Catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Listeners, thank you for your attendance.